You do dum dum, you give me gum gum. <laughs> Tell you what, we could have had a good life together. Fucking real good life. At us a place of our own, but you didn't want it, Edith. So what we got now is a Sunday movie marathon. Max. Bad throat. Aunt Darcy with the good throat. That's what we call you. Yeah. <laughs> How we all been? Um, we're definitely a lot better than you are. Thank you. Mm, I'm shattered, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a... What day is it? What day is it? Wednesday? Something like that. Yeah, it's been like the longest week. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, so. Yeah, and it's only going <laughs> to get longer. <laughs> no, it gets shorter as it goes along, Darcy. That's how, that's how the week works. Doesn't feel that way. <laughs> it only gets longer in the land of <laughs> the Sunday movie marathon. Sorry if I do not sound the best, but I am not feeling the best. Uh, I've got a bad throat, so if I sound like I am about to die, that's why. Probably I'm not about to die. You are. I'm not. It, I'll never die on the Sunday movie marathon. <laughs> this place makes me immortal. Hell yeah. But it doesn't give me my voice back. It was really fucking annoying. To be fair, I'd like to think that if you died on the podcast, I wouldn't upload it. I'd like to think you would, my friend. <laughs> I think you should. You In the honour, that is Max's <laughs> last final word of breath. Yeah. Well, yeah, it depends on how you so how painful, How painful it sounds. To be fair, you don't sound that bad, though. Thank you. I don't feel that bad. It's just... It's fine if I don't talk, but this is a podcast, yeah. and this is all—that's all it is. So yeah, you just sound like you're trying to keep it down to not wake someone up. And that's about what I'm trying not to wake myself up. Trying not, not to uh, do any further damage to my voice has been really fucking annoying because, like, I'm trying to—we're trying to write music, me and Chris, so uh, for our band, the Midwinter Seas. Uh, but I can't do plug. that if I can't uh, sing and I can't can't do any of that shit so mm. that's very annoying uh so i'm just maybe the podcast is not a good thing to be doing right now but i wanted to talk about the great trilogy that we've got to talk about today and a few other things as well yeah you guys watched i'm going to talk about the umbrella academy season three just came mm. out on netflix you guys watch this shit um i watched half the first season i couldn't really get into it oh. i haven't watched any of it i read like the first graphic novel and that's about as far as I've gotten. Yeah, our boy Gerard Way. Yeah, yeah, that's why I got it in the first place. And then when I saw them making a TV show out of it, it came out just a little bit too late for me to give a shit about it. Yeah. He's our boy, that Gerard Way. Yeah. He's our one. Belongs <laughs> 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 to the emos <laughs> back in the day. Stan. He made a comic with someone else whose name I don't remember. And then they made it into a show on Netflix, and it's got loads of people in it. It's all about superheroes. Who you fucking guessed it? That's all the Raj nowadays. So that's what they did. Superheroes. Netflix thought, wow, they've got it down with those Disney Marvel movies. They got it down, uh, not really down with the DC movies. We want a piece of the pie. This show is good, actually, for what it is, even though it does kind of feel very... And they're kind of like a cash grab in a way. It's like, why? Let's just do a superhero one, and then we'll have our superhero one. And you know, it's not what even it is. theirs. It's, <laughs> it is theirs. It's a Netflix original. Oh, yeah, but 
Yeah, it's not yeah, it's like not. those um, Marvel Netflix originals that that were not got dead. taken away from them. Yeah. <gasps> well, we got we got Daredevil really? taken away from us, so now yes, we have to Plus do another now. one. Yeah, they're oh, all. I didn't know that. They're all in there, and none of them are worth watching. <laughs> Daredevil was good at first. <laughs> yeah. Say Daredevil. I like Daredevil. Uh, I um, think I saw part of season two. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> season three, they did the third season of the Umbrella Academy. It's about, for, for anyone who doesn't know, these guys, they're in a school, but they're like, this guy adopts like a bunch of kids who are born at the same time and the same circumstances. Like these women just got pregnant immediately and then they gave birth and these are their offspring. And then this guy buys them and he's like, you will be my superhero Justice League. And so he makes them into the X-Men Justice League Avengers type squad and they all wear um, school uniforms and then they grow up Mm -hmm. and it's really about like this, the the family dynamic and they're all like really fucking dysfunctional and they don't get along. Um, I guess that's probably the main pull. I think also like just the characters in general, like really good. Honestly, I'm not, I think they all stand like really well on their own. And I guess that's the pull is like all the actors are doing a fantastic job. Um, it's kind of, it's like a really easy show to binge through. Um, for me, at least, um, it's quite low commitment. I think I binged it over the course of like two or three nights. Um, there's like 10 episodes in the third season anyway. Um, they're all kind of the same, like quality-wise. The seasons, uh, it's quite goofy. It's like really goofy, and like a lot of the comedy comes from like how goofy it is. And like, I think it's trying to ham it up a bit. Um, I think the the problem with that though is that like it wants to have like a bigger impact when things happen. Like when characters die, you're like, oh no, this guy just died. But like, I don't really. I don't really care about yeah. it. It's like one of the main characters dies in the third season, like near to the end, and then you're like, no. But I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Because nothing really has, it doesn't feel much like it has like many stakes because like the climax to every season is the world is ending and they need to stop the world from ending. Um, and then every time they do, um, and that's what happens in like the end of this one, it's like, oh, okay. This guy died and then like the world was ending. And then they all come back to life in the end. But it's different now because they don't have powers at the end. Spoiler alert. Very sorry. Just look at the description and Chris will tell you. It's a spoiler discussion <laughs> for me and myself and I. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, it's just like the characters that do a, uh, and the actors who play them who do a really bloody good job. There's um, Robert Sheehan. I think he's probably my favorite. He was in Misfits. I don't know if you guys watched Misfits back in the day when it was on Channel 4. I know who he is. Yeah, no, I never watched it. It's like one of those shows that literally everyone has yeah. like everyone always loved, yeah. told me to watch. I've just never got around to it. I think at least the first couple of seasons on that are, are worth a watch because he's really good. He's like the main pull. Yeah. And then he leaves Misfits um, and it's not as good anymore. But he's in this and I do think he's, he does a fucking fantastic job. He's like this like hippie guy and... Um, he can see dead people and he's kind of immortal and um i guess his arc through season three was like learning how to come back to life a lot um and like quicker and quicker because he didn't know that he could do that um but he's like such a charismatic guy i think he's like he's always got like all his clothes and stuff are great and like his he's got like an iconic look and he's um 
I think everybody just like bounces really well off of each other as well because it's it is all about this dynamic, this family dynamic, and you got like this guy uh, called Five because they all get given like numbers when they're adopted because um, like this, their father like sees them as less than fucking human, and he's like, oh, "Well, you'll be number one, and you'll be number two, and all that," and then um, number five is like this kid who like vanished for a while and then he never got given like a proper name and he came back as a kid and so he's just like this kid played by Aiden Gallagher and honestly he steals the fucking show he's fucking fantastic um the whole time I don't know how old he is he must be like quite young I would say like teens early or mid-teens um but he's just he's, he's fucking fantastic and um he's like trying to play like this old man type character because he like grew up in uh, this apocalyptic world where like it, he was in the future and like he, he fell in love with a mannequin. Um, but he does it so, so very well. Um, as do all of them. I mean, the only one I'm not like too big on is like Elliot page. I think he's fine, but like, I feel like they could have just gone anybody else and it would have done like yeah. a, a fine job. I'm not like the, the biggest fan of Elliot page, which is weird because he's like, hasn't he been like the most high profile stuff? He's like, oh, he's, he was an inception and all that. And then like, you get all these, some of them you don't know about. Yeah, and I mean, he was great in Juno. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, I remember Juno. even in season one, I was like not too sure about his character. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I remember that was like the one character where I was like, this doesn't really seem to be much of a character. Yeah. I'm like, I want them to change a bit. Uh, it kind of doesn't. I mean, in the third season, it's like, uh, because he played, uh, when he went by Ellen Page, uh, he played a woman called Vanya. And um, what a name. In, in the third season, Vanya's like, my name is Victor now. And I'm like, that's all right. Like, that's cool, I guess. They're yeah, kind of that, incorporating that in there. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it's kind of There's no way to like really it, yeah. <laughs> go about that like a different way. Because like, yeah, how do you he does it? look so much different now. Um, <laughs> I guess he doesn't want to wear a wig, um, which is fine. Um it's not like it's not like a huge thing in the show but it's like oh look, that's happened now but also i just would have wanted some like character development yeah but it's um it's like this like bickering battle between like him and like uh his sister who's like oh you you i want to go see my daughter who died in another timeline and then and all this shit um <laughs> i don't know i don't know like that was fine i don't it's just a bit goofy you know yeah. It's, some of it's like goofy in favor of the show but some of it's goofy it's like ah oh, fucking whatever um because like yeah and like some of it has just has no impact whatsoever and it's like it's very stylized it looks really very good um all the effects i don't think the effects look like they're not going for like realistic it's like oh this looks real because like a lot of explosions and like blue gooey stuff going on um that's kind of what the show is like it's like it's got that tone to it but i, I appreciate that uh, for the show um yeah i like it a lot i would recommend it to you guys but i know you don't take recommendations from me anymore <laughs> so i'm just not going to um i do want to um give it another go because i remember when i first tried to get into it when season one came out there was a lot i really really liked about mm -hmm. it but i was just going through like this massive like superhero fatigue yeah so i'd like found it really difficult to get into any of the superhero stuff yeah um so maybe i will check out at some point but no, i've just yeah. not watched it so i'm 
after doing that recent Marvel video I've just put out in superhero <laughs> fatigue again, so I'm going to wait a bit. But <laughs> I would like to go back and check it out again. It's worth a watch. It's easy watching. It's like, yeah. uh, whatever. Just watching them go on their ways. I don't mind that at all. Um, you kind of need that when so many of like the, the superhero landscape is trying to be very gritty and serious. And sometimes you just want something to like lie back and just have on and like, yeah, that was nice. That was okay. This is that. This is like, yeah. Oh, this is, that was kind of goofy. Um, but I liked it. And what separates it from like being like, shit is that the acting is really good and all the characters are really very good honestly bar like a couple but they're all doing very good jobs tom harper is really good as well he was in um he did like a very minor part in the show merlin um so i was surprised to see him in this he's like it's supposed to be like this like kind of wolf man he's like really huge all the time he's wearing this like huge bodysuit the entire time but i have a feeling it's like aren't you like hot in there isn't like he's like wearing oh, this yeah, gorilla suit the entire time like, you like boiling i'm sure they've got like i don't know water packs in there or like some sort of air conditioning to go through the suit um but he's really good as well i like him a lot um great show thanks seven out of ten for season seven out of ten for the whole show nice. it's, it's a seven out of ten, ten kind of show i do like it cool um we'll give max's voice a bit of a break mm. before talking about obi-wan thank um, you because <laughs> um paramount plus came out in the UK last week. Yeah, we Me had a little Darcy bit of a dabble on it, didn't we? Had the trial for the last week. Um, I actually think the like layout of the service is decent. Like The app's actually really easy to use. It reminds me a lot of the layout of Disney+. Plus. Um, yeah, it's not that hard to navigate. Yeah, to, to that's honest. good. There's a lot of really good content on there, um, depending what you know you're into. Um, Paramount do have a huge backlog and a huge catalog and i do think they've picked a lot of good stuff on there i think my biggest problem with it is just there isn't enough to justify the price tag it's like the same price as like disney plus or like netflix or any of those services and i just don't think there's enough on there to justify it um also the original stuff is pretty bad from what <laughs> we watched um what did you watch so i watched <laughs> the we watched... first episode of the new iCarly reboot oh, fuck okay. um that was not the worst thing i've ever seen it was just kind of like a generic sitcom in a way yeah they kind of they've updated it so it's more for the people who grew up with iCarly who are a bit older now so it's a lot more mature there's like sex jokes swearing <laughs> um the characters like drink a lot in the show as well yeah. Uh, but the style of humor and stuff is still basically the same thing as by Carly's. There's a lot of bad puns and that's annoying. That sort of stuff. It's like going for it's always sunny in Philadelphia vibes, but yeah, bringing the Nickelodeon twang to it. Yeah, it's it's interesting seeing the characters now as well and what they've done with them in um, the show at the moment. Freddie lives with his mum again um, with his stepdaughter i think it is he's been married and divorced twice since the <laughs> show ended and he like live like has split custody with um one of the stepdaughters from one of those marriages wow um carly mm. nothing's really changed sam's not in it she's yeah. in the shows joined a biker gang oh great um, when, wasn't like Sam and Freddy an item in the show? Yeah. But did they end it when they were an item or 
Yeah, the, sh- the original show ended when they were they were still together. That's a shame then. Yeah. I guess if Jeanette McCurdy doesn't want to do it anymore, like, what can you do? Yeah. you got to make Freddy divorce two times <laughs> with his mum again. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's all right, I guess. I might, actually, I was going to say I might watch the rest of it, but the trial ran out um, or runs out tomorrow, so maybe not. You're not going to get a renewal? No. <laughs> Um, what well, was it the uh, Patrick Star show that finally yeah, tipped so we you watched over? The two SpongeBob spin-off shows that are on there. Oh, and don't forget the Rugrats. Oh yeah, and the new Rugrats reboot as well. Bad. So you got three, Camp Coral, which is one of the SpongeBob spin-offs, mm-hmm. which is literally just SpongeBob as a baby, pretty much. So like SpongeBob was like a child with all the other people from Bikini Bottom also as children apparently everyone in Bikini Bottom's the exact same age. They're all at summer camp together. That's cool. And it's just a baby show. It's... Even like SpongeBob and Mr. Krabs. I don't think they Mr. Are. Krabs was in it. Well, he shouldn't be because he was he was an adult. No, Plankton's like works there as like the canteen guy. Squidward's a camp counsellor, so he's a little bit older. Yeah. But there's loads of things that don't make sense about the show, like um, Sandy's there, even though in like the first episode of SpongeBob you see Sandy and SpongeBob meet, mm-hmm. but that apparently didn't That's happen. Weird. Yeah. It's... Couldn't she be from Texas if she was just there the whole time? Yeah, yeah it doesn't make any sense. Um, the show is like all 3D animated and it looks awful. It's like... Oh no! It's trying to be really detailed, but at the same time, you can tell it's very low budget, so it just looks really confused and shitty. Um, the jokes are all really cringy. It's literally, like I said, it's a baby show. I don't yeah. think anyone over the age of like four is going to enjoy it. Um, it's funny. I watch a few of those um, old SpongeBob seasons on Netflix a, f- a few months ago. They hold up, man. They're yeah. really, really very good. Uh, that show, like in its prime. Moi, some of the best. Yeah, Paramount Plus also has every episode of SpongeBob. So me and Darcy have been watching loads of it the last few days, and it's been really good. Mm. Like the yeah, classic episodes still hold up. Like the jokes are so great; it's just really good. Um, the Patrick Star show was also really bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that one's two D animated. It's like I can't even remember the premise. It was like Patrick lives at home with his family. He's and got he's a like, sister who's like a triangle or something. Yeah, and he's like got his I own like know. talk show, or maybe it's like a imaginary like talk show thing that he's putting on in his house. <laughs> I don't really remember. I just it's like remember the comedy. Yeah. yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> it was just really cringy. Um, well, that sounds cool. Wow. Well, so, oh yeah, the Rugrats. That um, was terrifying. That same sort of animation as Camp Core. It was all three like, D. He- it's kind of hellish though. Yeah, the framing is really awkward as well, where like all of it's like really horrible close-ups of the characters. Mm-hmm. It looks so cheap and rushed. Um, it's it sounds kind like of, Paramount Plus as a whole. Yeah, it's like the the episode we watched felt like a classic Rugrats episode, but like the humor was much more like for today's sort of youth. Mm-hmm. So there's well, a lot it's a more like gross babies, out and stuff. right? They yeah. get their smartphones out. Time to cancel this fall. Yeah, it was like that kind of shit and a lot more like gross out and slapstick and stuff than the original show had. What else have we watched? Oh yeah, we watched a new Beavis and Butthead movie. 
That's like probably the only good original thing we watched. Um, it was yeah, it was alright. It was okay. Yeah, yeah I was, liked it a lot. I've never seen the original. Well, I say the original run as if I was like old enough to be around at that time. But yeah, I haven't seen the original show, so I didn't. I mean, Chris went. Um, depends on your kind of humour. You're either gonna hate this or think it's really funny. I feel like it was somewhere in between, to yeah. be honest. I actually did laugh at things that were just like not even supposed to be funny, but were funny. It was alright, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it was like Beavers and Butthead was one of my like massive obsessions when I was a teenager, like along with Jackass. Like they were like the two things I used to watch all the time. Um, so sure, yeah. So it was like it was kind of nostalgic watching this new thing. It was like a lot of fun as well. Uh, don't yeah, know it was, it if it was really necessary, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed it. I was telling uh, Max at the cinema the other day about how, um, and we'll get to the cinema shit later, but um, about how um, this was like its own uh, Doctor Strange multiverse yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, randomly it was, like, halfway set in through, it's like multiverse shit starts coming. I was like, coming. what the fuck? It's a trending thing. Yeah, Everybody wants to get in on the multiverse madness and mayhem. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they don't really lean heavily into it. It's just no, kind it's, of... it's kind of like, I think they use it almost for like plot convenience yeah. because yeah. The, the plot is so like batshit that the only way it makes sense is to have these multiverse type things happening. But yeah, it, they, I, think they, I think they mention it like three times in the whole film. You kind of just pretend it's not happening. Yeah. I know they're, um, they're doing a new show that's coming out later in the year for paramount plus and a lot of the film did feel like it was just setting up that show like setting up yeah it felt like it was just like they were setting up how are we gonna get beavers and butthead in 2022 yeah should we uh just don't do it i if they're gonna do it i hope they bring back daria Nah. Just make something no, new. No, just be in the show like she was. Well, originally. they're meant to be doing a Daria spin-off, I think. Oh, what with um, what, what her, it was her mate instead of her, yeah. isn't it? But I don't know if that'll happen. I don't care about that. They have to do a spin-off with everyone for everything that you remember from your childhood. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, how will you remember that that yeah. was part of your childhood? How will you give them more money? <laughs> how will you go? Oh, I remember that from when I was a young lad. It won't. Because that's nostalgia, baby. That's nostalgia yeah, for you. That's They're doing what, it with everything and everyone. That's all it seems that Paramount Plus kind of have yeah. like in terms of original stuff. There's not really anything worth like subscribing for. Um, <laughs> not even the iCarly spin-off um, reboot. No. <laughs> that's a shame. That was my one thing that I wanted yeah. to be awesome. Although we watched a few episodes of um, The Adventures of Paddington which is like a 3D animated Paddington show. Oh, it's oh, the yeah. most wholesome it's TV really sweet. show. Oh, it's good. kind it of, so it feels cute. a lot like the movies, but like on a much smaller scale. Like um, very, like I think the animation's slightly better. I don't know. I feel the animation's like, like made to look like stop motion. Yeah, it's quite it, interesting. I don't know. I think he looks better in the show than he does in the movies. Mm. He's but played that, by um, Ben Whishaw again. And I feel yeah. like that's the only person who can play Paddington now. Yeah, probably. He's he's very good um, as that little bear. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's like Wolverine in that way. Yeah. <laughs> can only be played by Ben Whishaw. Yeah, and he's really good in the show as well. Everyone else is like played by someone completely different and the character designs are nothing like the films, but I liked that they brought him back. But that was, yeah, it's a sweet little show. Cool. 
no, I'm excited. Paramount Plus. Paul King's new one. Yeah, he's Abington not directing 3. the new one, though. Oh, for fuck's sake. What? Well, well, well I'm not going to bother then. Yeah, I think he's... If he's not written it, he's apparently at least gotten a like these hands on yeah. with the film. I think he wanted to step out the directing chair, but I think he's still got a big hand on it. Who's gonna direct that one then? Chris Columbus. <laughs> they have announced who it is, but I can't remember who. <laughs> we don't even know. Let's let's search this up. So for Paddington Peru? Yeah, yeah. Paddington in Peru. Oh yeah. Mm, I don't think they need a a subtitle for that. Oh, no, it says Paul King on the um, the old Google, but I feel like that's not. Oh, Dougal Wilson has been named the director of Paddington Three. What's this? That must be done? like a, a working. Nothing. Director. I've Nothing never even heard great. the name. It's his first film. Oh, okay. That could be good, or that could be terrible. That's... Okay, do it. Don't do it, Dirty Dougal, because those are those are gems, and everybody agrees. Yeah, you've got big shoes to fill, my dude. He knows. He knows. Yeah, it's fine. He What's came here about from Peru to that be Wonka with film. You. He's now focused on the t- Paul King. Paul King is doing the new Wonka movie, yeah. I think. So that'll is that be interesting. the one with Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> yeah. That looks yeah, like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It could be all right. like, I think about that movie and I'm like, I kind of think it's going to be like a nightmare. I kind of want it to be like a nightmare. Like, um... Oh, like a surreal like in, like dream. Like in, you know, the, the um, Gene, Gene Wilder's one. Yeah. Where he goes through the tunnel and like they're all like yeah. going insane and he's singing. It's like At the beginning of Through the Loop by Pendulum. <laughs> yeah. I want it to be like that. <laughs> the entire <laughs> way through. I want Timothy Chalamet to just be off his fucking mind. It probably, it, it could be, but I've seen like, I don't know, there's like one shot where someone had photographed him from like outside the house because they saw him shooting it and he just looks cool. I don't know, but I think they're going to try and make it cool <laughs> rather than silly. He's a sexy wonka. He's <laughs> just like chilling really in his wonka, coat. Like... Cool and sexy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he should be cool and sexy. He's crazy. Yeah, he's insane. That's why I love that <laughs> that um that movie, not the Johnny Depp one. No, the Gene Wilder one. Oh, I actually love the Johnny Depp one. But then yeah. um, I watched that one before the original one, and it's like night and day in it, really. Yeah, one's yeah. good and one's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I'd watched that one beforehand. I didn't really have much to compare it to. If um the what the new Wonka comes out, we could do a trilogy of those movies. Yeah, <laughs> we could. Okay. They are all sl- well. I mean, I think. Those two movies are slightly different, aren't they? They're not quite the same. No, no. Same story is just told differently. Yeah. Yeah. The first one's like more fucked up. Yeah. Fucking insane, isn't it? Was what he wanted because he was like screaming at people, <laughs> and going, going to the tunnel and killing them. <laughs> like, he, he's just he was like he was amazing in that role. I think. Um, yeah. Not Johnny Depp. Gene. Anyway. What did we want to talk about first? The Obi-Wan show or the Black Phone? Maybe the Black Phone, because okay. we can all come in for Obi-Wan. We can all come in for an Avengers-type moment yeah. at the end. <laughs> or the middle, we should say. <laughs> so we watched the Black Phone. Me we and did. Darcy went to the cinema, because um, Chris didn't want to. And it's a good thing you didn't, because you wouldn't have been able to come in with us. <laughs> you would have had to sit behind us. So... Uh, Black Phone. It's from this year. 
it was directed by Scott Derrickson, who directed um, what Sinister, I think, and uh, Doctor Strange, yeah. the first one. Um, this is a movie about Ethan Hawke wearing a mask and abducting kids. And a kid gets abducted, and he's like, ah, shucks, I guess I've got to get out of this one. How am I going to get out of here? Um, and we try to see him like escape, and he's in an abusive household, and it's a lot about... <laughs> Like kids being abused. <laughs> um, yeah, it really is. Yeah. So, uh, I wanted to see this movie. I thought it looked okay, um, but I, I just I don't know. Whatever. I wanted yeah, to see a movie. I, I can't say um, I had seen like much about it. To be honest, yeah. I think well, Scott Derrickson the, and uh, Ethan Hawke. Why yeah. not? I saw it like on the bus. You know, like you see those like adverts on yeah. like a on, like a phone box. I was like, oh, okay then. Yeah. And then Max was like, oh, should we go and saw see it? it? And yeah, we were like, I saw yeah, the yeah, a couple sure. of times. I was like, yeah, all right. Yeah. I don't know that bad. Um, so we go into the cinema. <laughs> and all this right, is where go. everything goes wrong. <laughs> so beforehand, I meet Darcy after she's finished with work. She's <laughs> like, um, I should go get dinner. I'm like, all right, I'll pay for dinner. And then you pay for the cinema ticket. So we go to the, we get dinner. Um, and get like a macaroni cheese type deal. Uh, which was very nice, and Darcy had something I don't remember. It was a uh, garlic chia batter with a uh, cheddar cheese, so it was basically cheesy yeah, garlic I was bread. Yeah, the night off right and It was well. bloody good. It was bloody good food mm. um, at the old uh, uh, Bolt Forester. And uh, so then we uh, walked all the way to the cinema, which is like a, I don't know, half hour walk. It's not that long. And we go into the cinema, I'm like... Give me two tickets because th the uh, the automated uh, ones they're not working. The automated cap the ticket machine not working. I'm like, give me two tickets to the black phone at eight forty five. So we get given these tickets and then we walk around for a bit. We're like, I'll just go on a walk because it's not. It's like half an hour left um, until the showing. We go back half an hour later. Like, you know, my man, here's two tickets. We're going to see the, the black phone. <laughs> and he's like, um, this showing is not until like an hour from now. I'm like, my friend, please look at those tickets again. And I think you'll find you're wrong. And he's like, I'm not wrong. And then I looked at the tickets and I was wrong. And he was like, I'm like, well, for fuck's sake. He's like, you're going to have to wait in the line again. I don't want to wait in the line again, Greg. I just waited in the line for ages. It's a Saturday night. It's a Saturday night we're here. And I have to wait in line again. It's it's chocker. Chocker block. Okay. Emphasis on the block. And I'm like, excuse me. You fuck this up, actually. I'm really yeah. mad at you. And she was like, I'm so sorry. Here, I'll do another one. And when we can't get the seats that we wanted, because we wanted VI fucking P. Yeah, I've got £4 refunded to me. And Max is looking, Max is looking at the screen. I can't see the right. screen, so I'm just trusting Max right now. We have now. to get the standard and, seating. And he's literally, like, turning his head slightly, looking at me like he's about to, like, eat his own fucking, like, face off so he doesn't have to, like, you know cry or kill someone and i'm just like what the fuck is going on i couldn't stop laughing and just from yeah, then I was on just I, like, I was pissed off and I was then like we had fit. to wait in like a queue to get in while they cleared out like someone's blood from the 
the theatre and then Wait, like, oh sorry about that that was that was crazy it's just so much rubbish in there it wasn't blood it was like rubbish but it might as well have been blood um, oh yeah because they were acting really really oh weird like, i went to the toilet and i came back and i was like going into this screen and max was like that was the wrong screen yeah, that I'm is like, top gun oh, maverick thought, yeah that's that's what happened before like i went into a screen and you're top gun maverick and i was like these fools are in my seat but like top gun maverick was just playing <laughs> <laughs> I was so glad I went to the toilet first. I would have died. I went into the screen that was on the. Um, it's literally right next to it. It's like on the it was, outside. Yeah, it was like another screen that I thought. It was like <laughs> I looked at the tickets that we'd got for the showing that was an hour later, and then I went into that screening, but it was just Top Gun Maverick. Oh, that makes so much sense now. I was like, why did you walk into there? Did you see this long like queue of people who are like going into the same film? And it was, yeah, it was, yeah. it was packed. It was like rammed. It was, it was rammed, yeah. yeah. And like, the, <laughs> it's really loud. Like they just don't, they don't understand how to do anything in that fucking yeah, cinema. Max spent like the, like almost the whole interim of like these like adverts and trailers just like complaining yeah. about how like incompetent views yeah. like staff are. And he's just like, it's like being tortured at Guantanamo Bay and I could not stop laughing. Like even when I'm thinking back at it, it just. Oh, yeah, it, it was they like always one of those play days, right? a fucking trailer or like a like an advert where John Boyega comes on the screen <laughs> and he's like, "You, you, you, shut the fuck up, okay, and stop looking at your phones." Yeah, and Max was like almost quoting it word for word. I've seen it so many like, times, and he was like, "I need yeah. to stop coming here." <laughs> it's my only mainstream <laughs> cinema that's like right near me, um, but yeah, so. I know that off by heart and they uh, edited that trailer so that it's got dinosaurs in it for the new Jurassic World Dominion. So you got dinosaurs flying around while John Boyega's screaming at you to shut <laughs> up and like not go on your phones. Um, it's like, it was like Lynchian. <laughs> it's like, it's like whole David Lynch's fucking phone speech. That's what it is distilled into like a five minute long ad. Um, mm. But the movie was good the movie's good um i quite liked it and i think chris would have liked it if if he came um but he didn't i don't think Shah darcy shares my sentiments all that much i mean i won't say that it's like a perfect movie i just found it fun and entertaining you know it's like kind of what you expect it to be but yeah. also like it is really goofy and like a lot of the the dialogue kind of sucks but like that's what you have fun with yeah like you know? there, there was parts where me and max were just audibly like laughing but no one else was like actually laughing yeah. but i think it's because me and max found like yeah like the dialogue, the dialogue so like terrible stupid that we nobody found else really was funny. laughing i did there was a part where i was like overtly like laughing but i think it was just because it like it caught me off guard and i just thought it looked really really like strange it's just like this bit where like um they like pan up and there's like ethan hawks just like sitting there topless in a chair yeah. and i'm just like i just it's burst out like, laughing <laughs> <sighs> with this fucking like it, what hammer or something it really he's like, caught me. I, was I like, hope this shit. kid comes up those stairs so I can <laughs> kill him <laughs> I remember a lot of the writing for Sinister was quite silly as well like yeah. pretty yeah, sure the main villain's theme, yeah. called Mr. Boogie or something like that yeah yeah he is I think I only saw that movie like once I, maybe even just half of it yeah this is um I don't really remember what I thought of that I think Scott Derrickson is a decent director i think yeah. i think this is a very well directed movie um it just it falters a bit when it's like trying to tell a story because it can't um it's got a, a decent atmosphere though it's quite creepy um 
like with its the the way it wants to like put you into this world i found a lot of that to be quite fun um it's just like it, it is too reliant on jump scares though and like every time like there's a scare like it's just like a loud hit of music and everyone goes ah that was scary and there was like one that was like um it, it, there was a jump scare that panned over to like a body hanging in like suspended in midair and it was like bleeding and everybody jumped at that um because it was just so scary but like it was like immediately after like the stupidest fucking line ever so i was just laughing it was like the kids like in the basement locked up and like he can hear the voices of previous victims on this black phone that's disconnected on the wall um, yeah and like he's talking to this guy and um that he knew when he in like in the first scene he was playing baseball and uh the guy was he was playing baseball with him and then so like oh what's finn finny he was yeah. like um yeah. <laughs> you, you your name's like greg or something and like you you play baseball don't you remember you play baseball because they're all like they're all like dead i guess and they're like just speaking to him through memories um he's like you play baseball don't you remember and then the kid the fucking kid says we don't play baseball here <laughs> <laughs> and i just burst out laughing and then the jump scare happened and i just couldn't like there was i had no reaction to the jump scare because i was just laughing yeah. at that fucking stupid line there's a lot of stupid shit it's like he's on the phone to a kid and he's like my dad was it numb like, like, yeah the, the numb bit was so funny because he was like oh you won't leave your buddies in numb i won't leave you i'll never leave you i was always with yeah. you <laughs> oh there was some proper like cringe out bit so like um there's this um i don't even did chris even care about the spoiler would you, you don't no, you don't, you care, don't about... care yeah so there's this a uh, bit where um he's, he's talking on the phone and he's been told to um grab this like rope thing and like climb up to this window and take off the bars and he yeah. goes up there and he like loses the grip of the bars and then he like smacks himself on the head and like lands on the floor and yeah. it's like the most like, like the bars come loose <clears throat> and smack him yeah, on the head like, the noise is just ungodly <sighs> really good sound design mm. in this movie it's like really great i found it to be like really violent mm. a really violent movie um which i'm not usually like on board with like violence for the sake of violence but i do think they do a good job with it i mean it's it is like also like violence against children which yeah. is like an extra like oh fucking hell but like like when when the when his sister's being like getting her ass beat by the dad she's like screaming and crying i'm like this is so disturbing yeah like we, um, i'm just i'm just sitting there watching it and i kind of like you know you watch scenes in films sometimes where you just kind of want to look away because it's just like almost yeah. like unbearable it was just like it's just like oh, it is horrible to watch it's like, so bad it's horrible to watch these kids getting beaten up by adults and like beating each other up and um like implied killing just like a bunch of kids um that like if it was not handled as well as they did i would probably mark it down but like i do think it's it's trying to say something about that and like mm. it's it's not like the story is not not really that great as i said because like at the end of the day like we don't even know why this guy's doing what he's doing he's just like a guy who he's the grabber and he grabs kids off it's, the street yeah, it's never actually explained and he never I says like be. i'm doing it because of this he's just like a fucking awful person yeah because he talks about there's these bits where he i mean where he talks about 
like things being uh, like messed up and things have been done wrong and things, but it, like you, ne- they never really go into like you know what 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 things have been done yeah, what, Ethan. what has been done and why di- yeah. you know why is he the grabber like wh- like is he mentally not okay like i don't know he's like i'll let you go in a bit so many something. things don't make sense i thought like maybe he was like communing with like other people or something and like it would feed into a grander narrative but it didn't and um then he dies um the kid kills him in the end um which was i mean it's a bit like oh okay so like what was that guy's deal we don't know but it was also a very good third act climax uh fight scene kind of thing where like he's trying so hard this whole time to get out of this basement and like all the ways he's trying to do he's like digging a hole in the ground he's um he uh he loosens like the the grating on the the window that like smacked him in the face and like he he tunneled a hole through into like a kitchen but like he only hit like a locked fridge fridge so like he couldn't get out through that when you're like this whole time i'm like so what was the point of all that yeah it's like all futile it does all come together and like he uses all of it in the end and that's what gets him out so it's not like these different passages to get through what direct passages to get out it was like they all came together in the end and they got him out and if he hadn't have done it even one of them he wouldn't have gotten out so i like that a lot yeah, the the other like gross out where like the grabber runs down and there's like ankle like snaps and you can like <clears> oh <throat> you can hear it and see it. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> we all know how it's I so feel about snapping ankles. I did my ankle in last month as I'm speaking, and uh, yeah, not not a fan of yeah, I... ankle snapping. Like <laughs> we saw men that had it in there, <laughs> it had it in this. It's just it doesn't. I don't like it anymore. Yeah, like, I don't I... like. I don't like seeing it. I turned around and I looked at Max and he had the, you know, you, we've seen Max do this face before where he goes like that, that whole like grin is like, <laughs> doing this. Yeah. He's like cringing like visibly. And I'm sitting there thinking, I know, oh, I know the pain. Yeah. It looked it is, awful. It's like even worse than what happened to me and all this shit. He like falls down a hole. Yeah. But it's like, not even it's like shoulder deep and he's just like writhing around in this hole. He's just screaming and it's, he's like getting punched like smacked in the face with this phone that he loaded up with soil like over and over again like, i wish we'd have known like why he wore the mask or like why he was so afraid when it got taken off of him yeah like i thought maybe he was i don't know was he gonna be like it's like no and he like covers his face so yeah. he can't like, attack him and then he smacks him with the phone um i don't i don't know i just anyway. i would have wanted a bit more from that character because i really like ethan hawk and what he kind of brings to the role it's not like a role i would have really envisioned for him i don't often associate with him um him with like villainous roles really um no we've had like two this yeah. year this no. and night. we've got dark ethan hawk now this yeah. is what he's doing i feel like i'm here for it yeah they could they could have done quite a lot with this character and they kind yeah. of they just didn't, didn't bother, but, but maybe, like, because he's so charismatic. Yeah, maybe like, it's just not about him, though, is it really? It should have been. It was about Finn, Finny boy. It was barely about him. Like, oh, I guess I gotta get out of here. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, the, uh, okay. <laughs> the psychic sister. This, uh, why was she psychic? I'm fucking. Why know. was she psychic? She, she was like, my mom was psychic, and so am I, dad. And his da- her dad's like, 
no, you're not. The dreams are just dreams. And he like, smacks her. <laughs> you're psychic and your mum was mentally ill. <laughs> um, she was like playing, praying to Jesus though. And that was like fun. Oh my God, no, that bit she, that made us audibly laugh. She, she like has dreams. <laughs> she has dreams. And they're like, they, they come to life and then the police like actually like, they're like, oh, okay, I guess that's, that's true. And they like bring her along to like the investigations. It's like fucking watching the Batman or something. It was really funny. And then like her dream, like something happens in her dream and then like, I guess like Finn doesn't gow or something or like something horrible happens to him and she's like, she goes to her like cross and she goes, Jesus, what the fuck? <laughs> like she's it's all like, she's, she's like her faith is disturbed and all that. And um, yeah. I liked all that. I kind of again it's just like a lot of good ideas that I think could have been developed a bit more but they didn't bother with it yeah they could have made the film longer if they were gonna kind of go into these things but they kind of yeah. I think it was didn't. like I thought it was also going for like kids disappearing and like just in like life like kids often disappear and like you just don't know and like so many kids are like and they these kids were like forgetting their own names and it's like over like time and like there's just so many things that like, happen like school shootings and like kids go missing or kids die or all this stuff and it's like it's a lot about like abuse against children and i wish they'd have gone further in with it than they did because that could have made for an interesting story but i don't know i don't think it really wanted to it was just like yeah this is the new horror this is the summer horror movie that you gotta watch i think people liked it in the cinema they were jumping about they're like oh fuck look he's his nipples are out that's crazy and um <laughs> you know for what it is it, it's it's quite creepy it is quite creepy but i do it think it, it falls into a lot of the same tropes that we're used to seeing and as that's just what kind of brings it down for me in the end yeah i didn't go because i knew it was going to be like pretty much all modern horror movies nowadays just rely so heavily on jump scares and i just don't enjoy it i don't get anything out of it it just like i jump really easily so it's just going to be me jumping loads for like an hour and a half and i just don't have fun i, th there, I think there is, only, there is only like four real jump scares everything else is just kind of like you know when you're trying to like build up tension yeah it's good for the atmosphere yeah you know I mean, it's a lot it better when you're watching a horror movie with, like, yeah, say, like, a theatre full of people. Because when they shit themselves, they all do that thing that the British thing is to laugh afterwards. Like, oh, you got me. Oh, you got you and you and you and you. And everyone's, everyone's like, like did that get you? That got me. Oh, my God. I was so scared. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. Again, yeah, I just don't get anything out of movies like that, so. No, I missed one of the jump scares because I was looking down, looked back up, and I went, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's like entirely a movie like that, though. I do think there's really like not. there's a lot of artistry behind it, and I think Scott Derrickson did a very good job with it. It's just it is a good movie. It's just not amazing. I don't think it's fun enough um, for yeah. me for what I'm looking for. Um, and you know, there is fun in just like the, the corny dialogue and all that that shit going on. But overall, I just think it was like it was an interesting concept that I wish they'd have gone further in with. Yeah, I will watch it because I do like Sinister and um, he did another movie called The Exorcism of Emily Rose, oh, yeah. which I quite liked. So I think he's a good director. Yeah, he is good. Um, and I would watch this again, honestly, but I maybe just only like the, the one more time. Um, yeah, he's he's definitely like a director where I'm like, he makes a movie and I'm, 
wow, okay, what's this about? Even if it's not like the best thing in the world, um, they well, usually have fun with them. Well, supposedly it is based on a short book or a short story or something. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know, maybe that would be worth a read. Was in, that was in the credits. It's like based on the black phone. The credits were like really good, I thought. Yeah, they were cool. Like, all that happened in like, all like this like, it's like sh- shot like really like, grainy film and like all scatter shot editing and yeah, um, it, like the, the van that's going around that was already like interesting and yeah, creepy it kind of reminded me of um because you know the <laughs> sounds a bit weird but you know the intro to succession where it's like all like old yeah. footage and it's like cut in the way that they kind of like it goes kind of like yeah they're kind of like that it actually reminded me a lot of that and i was like oh this is kind of sick to be fair it reminded me of um like american horror stories sort of intro yeah. If that was like good, <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen the first season. I must admit. Yeah, I heard it's shit now. <laughs> yeah, so hasn't it been on for like I don't know, eight really seasons on, like, now? Ten yeah. seasons now. Yeah, I gave up on season six. <laughs> it's just, I'm surprised you got many. that far into yeah. it. Yeah, I think I gave up with that in like season. Five when they did like hotel and Lady Gaga showed up and I'm like, yeah, yeah I had it? the first two that or three like struggle, the best ones, the hotel, but yeah. I got through it and then I started the next season. I was like, this is actually just unwatchable yeah. at this point. Yeah, I, I'm going to stick with my first season. I think season six they tried to do like a true crime doc, fake documentary sort of thing. What? And it was really cringy. Oh, okay. The Black Phone. Yeah. If we're going to give it a rating. Okay. Um, out of Ethan Hawks, <laughs> uh, I'd probably give it like a six. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it was okay. Um, I think mm, maybe I'll need to watch it again. Uh, I, I'm gonna give it five. Ethan Hawks for now. Yeah, it was like it, right. yeah, it was like no no real disrespect to the film. I just think that I found quite a lot of it just to be like really stupid. So I didn't have much of an opinion of it either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's alright. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Oh, well. <laughs> I was going through Scott Derrickson's filmography and I completely forgot he um, directed Hellraiser 5. Hellraiser How many Hellraisers are there? There's like 10 of those what movies. The fuck? But um, it's just not Hellraiser necessary. 5 is actually one of the better ones. So it's not good, but it's one of the better sequels. I like the first one. I don't need to watch any more of those. I like no. that. Actually, the second one's really good. No, I don't care. But. <laughs> You definitely don't need 10 movies. Like, all those movies are like an afterthought. Like, they made a good movie and they were like, let's make more yeah, of these that, ones. And that kind of like, you know... All of them. Most. Yeah, it's like most. So, we watched the new Star Wars show that yeah, was on Disney+. Of Plus. Afterthoughts. Speaking of afterthoughts. Um, oh my god. We watched an afterthought Ouch. called Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, it's about Obi-Wan Kenobi from the Star Wars universe 10 years after the events of episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Ben Kenobi is here. He's on Tatooine and he is <laughs> just done with fucking everything. He Ewan really McGregor is. is back. He's back <laughs> as Ben and um, he's quite jaded. He's laying low trying to avoid being caught as he's one of the only Jedi left in the Empire taking down the Jedi and uh, so uh, this guy comes and he's like Obi-Wan you gotta do one last mission for me you gotta save Princess Leia and he's like I don't wanna do that fuck you and it's about him doing the mission 
Yeah, there wouldn't be a show without it, really, would there? <laughs> he no. says no, but he does it anyway. It's like a Western. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Fuck you, man. It All right, where am I going? <laughs> it is like a Western. This old guy, he's like, I don't want to do it anymore. It's like coming out of retirement. <laughs> he's a John Wick of Jedi. Yeah, it was like, it was, it was like John Wick. <laughs> if John Wick was, like, bad. <laughs> Yeah, let's be real. Not like not not like the show. Not if the show was bad, but like if John Wick himself was like kind of shitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he like went back and he didn't know how to load a gun anymore. Yeah, like if he was rusty as hell. Yeah. Um. I like this show. I yeah. actually liked it quite a bit. It made me care about the dynamic between Obi Wan Kenobi and um, Darth Vader and Anakin Skywalker. Even though I don't really like those movies. Um. The, the the prequel trilogy i don't think they're very good yeah. controversial take i know but no, this okay. made me care i'm like oh okay actually i understand that these guys probably cared about each other and they do a very good job at like portraying that within the show yeah i, I, yeah. I appreciate that actually because i i have a guilty pleasure for the third movie i'm not even gonna mm -hmm. pretend that i, I don't. um have a guilty pleasure for all of those yeah. movies except the I, second one the second one's awful the second one is pretty bad <laughs> i just find one and two severely boring yeah and three is like it's three all is, it's all right yeah but it's quite like, funny yeah it's me malicious I yeah would say. it's really funny the prequels i think because i grew up with them i do have like a massive soft spot for them but i do think there are actually a lot of really great things going on even if i don't think the execution's great and i found that um, a lot of the prequel era like law building stuff they've done outside of those three movies has been really interesting like the clone war show i've not watched much of it but apparently that's really good and that expands upon those characters and what's going on in that era of star wars really well and i thought this one did it really well also it like well, it brings these characters from this trilogy that maybe isn't as good as like the original Star Wars and it kind of makes it feel much more like what you'd want from Star mm -hmm. Wars. It's not all about like taxes and trade federations <laughs> and politics. It's well, it like, makes it feel like it mattered. Well, yeah, the it's... public apparently don't agree with that because it's not no. very well liked. No, it's really poorly received yeah, for like some it. reason. We're like the three only people in the world probably. <laughs> yeah. that oh, no, right. that's not true. It's it's like... No, I know people do like it. Even my, my dad texts me and was like, this good. is awesome. It's really, <laughs> it feels like a love it or hate it sort yeah. of show. A lot of people are really hating some of the decisions they make because they um, kind of play quite loose with some of the law um, and kind of, of the characters. Uncanonizing things. Sorry, I'm yeah. doing quotations. I get no that. I, I do completely get that. It's like one one big problem I have is like, oh, he like saves Leia and goes on this epic journey with her, but then like it's supposed to feed into, like organically feed into. A new hope, but like, oh, what, like they, they know each other. Well, like, wouldn't she be like, "Hey, you're Obi Wan Kenobi"? <laughs> yeah, I, I think we had a one. We had a time yeah. that one time. Yeah, I mean, she does get excited when she finds out he's there. I think a lot of people's argument is like she doesn't care when he dies, but like at the same time, her entire planet was wiped out, so she probably is just like so, yeah, like emotionally exhausted at that point. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's over it <laughs> but i think the girl who played leia did a very good job yeah. of it she's really yeah, charismatic she's, she's very good um she kind of gets she got what that character was supposed to be especially at like an early age 
Yeah, I think she actually like really nails a lot of like the mannerisms and like speaking patterns of Leia. Like you can tell a lot of work <laughs> had been put into kind of nailing that. Yeah. I don't you don't know. even have to nail it all the way because like she's a kid. Yeah, yeah like it, it, it can be sort of little, uh, you know yeah. what I mean? It could be a little bit rusty because when you're a kid, you're still like figuring that kind of shit out. She was sweet though. I liked yeah. her. I didn't see much of that other kid though. The one who played Luke. Luke yeah. That's, I don't mind that though. Yeah, that's kind of the point. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't we, remember we if Luke's he thing. Was, like in much of it. Like, I think, I think I saw him at the end of one episode and I don't remember seeing him again. Yeah, you see Did him at the end of one of the earlier... I think you see him in episode one, and then you see him right at the end of the show. Yeah. Oh, in the right. last episode, he's in it quite a bit. Yeah, no, I just... I think I completely, like, blanked on whether I'd like to see him or not, because, I mean, we didn't even want, we didn't even finish that show that long ago, but for me, it may as well have been, like, a year ago. Yeah. I don't remember <laughs> it's anything. It's like a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what people are on about, really. Like, I don't know what you could really want from a show people, like this this um, is the problem i, think I won't people, say that it's like perfect but like yeah i think it's like really good and like they get like really sick fights a couple of really sick fights between like Hell obi-wan yeah. kenobi and darth vader and it's like after like the kind of like old codgery old man fight that they have in a new hope it's like <laughs> you really want some like power behind these hits and like the, the fighting the fight choreography i thought that they fucking nailed it in this show um and you don't get like a lot of it but i think you get enough I think people are yeah. just really, like, really weedy because they're just, they're crying about a show about fucking men space wearing wizards. tights in space. Like, who gives a shit, man? I thought, yeah, I actually thought the um, the fight scenes were really cool. So uh, I kept um, admiring, like, everyone's, like, lightsabers because they yeah. have, like, really cool ones. Like, the, what's that woman had one and hers was, like, a ball oh, or the something. Oh, sister. Yeah. yeah. Cool. She had, like, a double-bladed yeah, it was red lightsaber with, like, a... It was, a, it was like a like a handle on it. Yeah, it, it was yeah. so sick. Yeah, it looked like a steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Two lightsabers attached. Yeah, I, thought, I actually thought they got quite creative with this one. Yeah. I think it's because they didn't really have much to lose, did they? Let's be honest. Like We're getting to the stage now in Star Wars and Disney rhetoric where nothing has to fucking matter anymore. But that's what people seem to care about. They're like, oh... This doesn't make any sense. This also doesn't make any sense. Oh, how come Darth Vader looks like he's about 97 years old? And it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, a lot of up. people's arguments like for why the show sucks just don't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. Like people saying, oh, how does Ewan McGregor look like this here, but 10 years later he looks super old? He looks the same, like, to be honest. I'm like, get over it. <laughs> like, get over it, A, it's a different actor, and B, he's like on a planet with two sons. Of course, he's going to age quite badly. He doesn't have the same jaw structure as Alec Guinness. Huh? How about it's that? So, <laughs> it is so annoying. It's like, dude, it doesn't matter. Ewan McGregor is fucking amazing. Like, he plays the character yeah. perfectly. He played it perfectly late in the, in the prequel trilogy, and that's why they're going back. Um, same goes for... Hayden Christensen, I guess. Yeah. yeah. He didn't play Anakin perfectly, I don't think, but that's what they wanted to do with that character at the time. But I think he kind of, he pulled it back in this show. Yeah, he felt more he's mature in, quite in this a, somehow. He's in it a bit more um, than I thought he would be. I think he's like in the Darth Vader costume. Yeah, yes. a lot of the time, yes. Um, he just does a really good job. And like they have a lot of flashbacks with him. He gets to do some more like acting and it's like it makes you care about the relationship that these two have. And that they yeah. kind of were like brothers, which they kind of it didn't feel like it all that much for me in the prequel trilogy. 
No, no. I, I, I actually, I mean, I don't, I didn't pay like much attention to like Star Wars like properly growing up, even though like my dad and my uncle like love it. But I always thought that their relationship was always like quite genuine. Like if I thought that any characters had some sort of connection, it was always those two. But I think it's because of like how well I know the third movie, if that makes sense. Yeah. There's a, a really great flashback scene where they're like training and they're like basically like fighting each other but it's like a, just a training fight and you you can really tell that these are like two people who basically love each other because mm-hmm. they're like just having a great time and learning at the same time and i thought that scene was fantastic thought both of them were really great i really loved um the fact that they don't de-age hayden christensen they just kind of yeah. put him in the costume and everything because although like yeah he looks a lot older than he did in the original trilogy i preferred that than bad cgi that make it look weird yeah but is yeah. It, oh yeah no i know what you're saying i was about to say because in because this show is meant to be like after but you can kind of tell that it's a flashback like it doesn't take a lot yeah. to realize that anakin does not look like anakin when he is now darth vader you know yeah. what i mean like you know a flashback right don't yeah. be stupid. <laughs> yeah, I also just liked that Hayden Christensen got a bit of a chance to redeem himself because mm-hmm. I do think he's a really good actor. I think the problem with Ooh. the prequels is the fact that the directing was just bad. George Lucas can't direct actors. He's cool. No. He's sexy. Um, Whatever. I don't think <laughs> his okay. performance was necessarily his fault. And I think he's gotten a lot of unfair criticism because of that. No, I think he was like the OG like Kylo Ren, wasn't he? Like he was like the whole like bad boy, dramatic as fuck, whiny like, bitch. Yeah. So like, I how come you it's... refer to Anakin Skywalker as the OG Kylo Ren? <laughs> I mean, no, but no, but you know, like, yeah, in terms of like whiny dramaticness. So like, how come if it's okay for Adam Driver, it's not okay for Hayden? It's not Christian? okay for Adam Driver though. No. no one likes the sequels anymore. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> No, but that just goes know. to I show like, that, like... I like a couple of... The, I like some of the things they did with the sequel trilogy. Yeah, but, but think of it this way. Well, well, I'm I've, a bit jaded with it now. I don't really like them that much anymore. Like, Adam Driver's great. He's yeah, great he's, not, he, he's, he's not amazing in Star Wars. So what does that tell you about Star Wars? <laughs> that Star Wars sucks balls. <laughs> I think it's a lot of like goofy, that's what yeah. Episode yeah. Kind I always, of thing. That's what I was saying to Chris, like it's me about and Chris. Fucking was space like, wizards with fire li- swords. Like, oh my god, say <laughs> it again. Literally, imagine was, people taking it that seriously. Why like, are people I can never so, get on board with it? Why are people getting so angry? It's literally men with tiny light wands in the fucking. They're not tiny. They're cool and huge. Okay, huge laser wands. Like their cocks. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think it's that deep. But yeah, I think whatever. a lot of people are criticizing this show because it's too silly or too stupid. But they like, never watched yeah, Star Wars. That's kind of <laughs> what Star Wars is. It's just like dumb escapist fun. I don't watch Star Wars for like a really deep, methodical like experience <laughs> that's going to make me think yeah. and is like pure genius. Well, like, what like, was that? What was that last film with um not not the last last film, what number six where they have like the space bar, like the dancing in the space bar or yeah. whatever. Like you're trying to tell me this ain't a stupid goofy franchise. I mean, you even have a space bar in the first movie. Yeah. Um, right, but you know what I mean? Like are you really going to get at me for it being too goofy? I could have done with it being a bit less goofy, I don't know, like for my own taste because I do think 
it, it was trying to go for like this kind of Western thing where like, yeah, the old jaded Obi-Wan Kenobi and um, all this horrible shit has happened to him. You want to like, you see he suffered. Um, and mm. I do like that they did, they, they, they did that and they took the angle with it. Um, I don't, I don't know. I kind of like what I got from it though. Um, maybe they could have gone further in with it. Um, maybe they couldn't have, maybe they could have like taken out a few of the dumb jokes that they decide to put in like everything um because it's disney but you know i'm i'm happy with what we got from it yeah was it like was it eight episodes or was it six i can't remember six i think yes yes but i really like that last fight scene with vader and um obi-wan where like he kind of he does kind of get his full strength back at the end and like he does that whole power rock throw and he's like I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi again and then they have this brutal fucking fight scene where they're just like smashing each other over and over again and like that's what I wanted like I wanted like to see Obi-Wan Kenobi fucking crying and like trying to talk to Anakin as if he's not Darth Vader now and that he's like his brother again and it's like it was heartbreaking and like, yeah. I did try to tear up a bit I was like oh man yeah, like, so, he just loves him so much it's a really sad scene like when he like breaks his mask and he's like trying to speak to him and he's like you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker I did mm-hmm. Which was that was yeah. like a fantastic bit it's like where stabbing the heart, man. Yeah. Yeah. like both Hayden Christensen's voice and the Darth Vader James Earl Jones yeah. voice overlapping oh, at the same time. It was so insane. <laughs> now see like Obi Wan's like goodbye Darth. That was like yeah. really sad. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, how are they going to end this? He should kill him now, but then we wouldn't have a new hope. And then he just leaves, and I was like, yeah, okay, I understand why he wouldn't kill him of course yeah of course he wouldn't i really loved the arc of um that character the third sister as well who like for most of the show you think's like a bad guy Mm -hmm. but later on it turns out that she's actually just infiltrated the empire because she wants to kill darth vader she was like a youngling who her entire like all her friends and everyone she was working with like were murdered by him in like the order 66 bit in the third movie that was really interesting i liked her a lot moses ingram yeah she she was great she played really well um i like her lightsaber and i like just like she is kind of like a that kind of character that's like kind of off to the off to the side so like if they had handled it a bit like if they hadn't given her enough to like work with probably it would have fell out of place but it felt pretty much in place i think yeah and like she basically like gets killed by darth vader he's like you thought you could sneak up behind me fuck you and he like stabs her through the fucking gut which should just have killed her oh my god <laughs> and then she's like nah i'm just gonna get up because <laughs> like just f- pure force of yeah. will <laughs> like nah, yeah the fuck thing, this i'm the not done that darth vader did to some people in this show was just impeccable yeah there's that really brutal scene where yeah. he's like walking through this <laughs> yeah. like, village. It's one of my fucking favourite scenes ever yeah. in anything Star Wars. Oh my god, it's amazing. Yeah. He's crazy. It's so good where he like, like basically just snaps someone's neck. He just goes, goes through the fucking street. It's like a western. He's just like, ah, fuck you. And he just like snaps a bunch of people's necks with a force. He like <laughs> chokes a, a, a woman I think and like drags her along the floor Is like, she. he's like walking across like trying to find Obi-Wan Kenobi and Everyone's just fucking looking at everything. He's like, "Oh my god, this man is insane!" Like he's he killing all these people as he's fucking dragging this woman, like <laughs> with the force, fucking just on the ground. She's fucking screaming. There's so much like. 
guttural screaming. I just never thought I'd see this kind of brutality in anything from like a Star Wars property. No, but I think it was needed for mm-hmm. what they were trying to tell. You need to sell how evil Darth Vader is. Yeah. Um, maybe even more so than they did in the original trilogy, you know. Um, and I, 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 when he drags Obi-Wan through the fucking like searing hot coals and he's just like yeah. smashing his face into it over and over again. Oh, it's horrible. He's just like, and Ewan McGregor's just like howling in pain. It, it was horrendous. <laughs> Oh yeah, that that one that uh, that bit was one of the most like uncomfortable scenes. I mm. swear, it was just like, will it end? And then the beginning of the next episode where he's like literally just like in pain from like all this shit happening to him. <laughs> Poor I'm guy. Like, I really like the Mandalorian as like a show. I think probably that's better than yeah. uh, Kenobi. But I think probably the. The, the the visceral nature is what I'm more grabbing onto here and like that's like second to none in terms of whatever they've done with Star Wars in the past. It's like they're, they're doing something new with it and I appreciate that. It's like it's warranted and it's not like they put this out just to put it out. Like they actually had something to say. Or like they had yeah. ideas they wanted to explore and I appreciate that. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't feel like just filler or cash grab or anything. They actually like... They're trying to add something to the universe and to mm-hmm. the law. And I yeah. think it's really interesting. I don't really understand why people are so up in arms with what they're doing. I think it's actually nice to see him trying to do something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think they probably could have gone harder with the music. Just yeah. for my tastes. I think Natalie no, I Holt did the music for this one um i really liked her score for the loki show that was quite weird and interesting but with this it's like yeah all right it's just like action adventure type stuff and i don't know probably could have gone more in like a western vibe but i don't know i guess the the mandalorian's kind of got that down to like maybe something else to try and like try to do something that like something that john williams would have done with it i don't know probably would have been better for that but that's like a minor thing yeah (laughs) but like a lot of like really great sets as well and you don't spend the entire time on Tatooine which I was concerned about um you go into like these different places in space and fucking there's that uh underwater like empire uh station which is like all kind of green and like this like really nice tone of green that they have like running through all of it and I found just all the set design on that to be like really really nice it looks so good yeah I think they um they did what they did with the Mandalorian again, where they film it in that um, the dome, yeah, in that dome <laughs> where it's like all projected on the yeah. screen. So it's like instead of using green screen, they're just in like virtual reality spaces, and it all looks really great. Yeah, you can't the like bring, work is great. You can't bring back Hayden Christensen and um, Ewan McGregor to do like another Star Wars thing and then put them in like a CGI environment like in front of a green screen again. You can't do that to them. No. <laughs> they already suffered for it. Yeah. I also um although it was very brief, I really liked seeing Liam Neeson come in at the end. Yeah. I've seen so many fucking photos of like um him in like a like an umbrella hat at the end. Yeah, I've so seen I'm, I'm like, was he actually did he have that? <laughs> yeah, what, what what's that even about? <laughs> I liked all that. Like he's trying to, like, he's kind of like begging to his uh, to Liam Neeson to Qui Gon Jinn. He's like, Master, what do I do? Like I'm, I'm so lost and I can't do anything. I'm like, I'm a shadow of my former self, and like all that was really, 
really great. Like he's still kind of like reaching out to his former teacher to try and just be better, I guess. Yeah. I know a couple of people who predicted like right at the beginning he was going to show up and I was like, oh yeah, probably. I don't even great. know it was him. Yeah, Liam yeah Darcy was like, who's that? <laughs> Not like, who's that? But it was like, who's that? And he was yeah. like, what, you didn't know that was no, Liam Neeson? That's quite I, like, no. I think it's because, as I've always said, that when I watched the first Star Wars movie, it was like so fucking long ago that I didn't even realise it was him. Like, I was just too young to know who Liam Neeson was, let's be real. It was he like... looks kind of weird, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a look that he should be going for, but it was cool. To see. It was cool I thought though. it was a good effect. I thought they did it really Yeah, I well. like the holographic kind yeah. of thing that they went for. Yeah, so like watching Liam Neeson as a hologram in the War of the Worlds show. Wait, what? <laughs> when I went to see the War of the Worlds, the musical, Jeff Wayne's musical for the 40th anniversary, they had Liam Neeson as a hologram on the oh, stage. Cool. <laughs> you saw it in real time. <laughs> it was like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's um, rumours that there might be a season two of this. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, I think Ewan McGregor said he doesn't know if they're going to do anything, but he'd 100% be up for doing more of it. Oh, I don't think they should, time. to be honest. I feel like it's pretty contained. Yeah. Yeah, it is content. I mean, if it's a good idea, I don't mind. Yeah, I'm not opposed to another season, just as long as it actually feels necessary. Yeah, this is the problem. I feel like a lot of the time they just do it for the sake of doing it. Yeah, I mean, I've not watched that Boba Fett show, but I've heard that is a bit like that. It just feels like they just made it because... Yeah, I watched all of that and I don't know why. (laughs) Well, you persevered. (laughs) It was fine. It was just inconsequential oh fair enough uh if we're gonna give ratings yeah I'd probably give it like uh like an eight liam neeson's out of ten nice i think i'd give it like seven liam neeson's out mm-hmm. of ten um there's a few like shortcomings throughout for me but i really enjoyed it mm-hmm. yeah i had a good time oh give it a six yeah nice Thank you, Obi Wan Kenobi. All right, You're how my long only have we? Hope. How long have we been doing this? Like pre stuff, like like uh, an hour fifteen. <laughs> oh my god, it's all right. Yeah. What have we got to say about yeah. these three movies? We're gonna blast through the fucking. <laughs> yeah, but that, yeah, this is the whole meat and butter to the. You know, We're getting the... into the meat and butter of the the podcast, podcast episode. And it's gonna be less time than the breeze. Night at the museum, Sean. Levy, Sean Levy's Night at the Museum trilogy from 2006 I... to 2014. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yes. Um, yeah, we all know what it is. Ben Stiller, he's a night watchman. <laughs> we take it away, Chris. Yeah. Just give up. It was a match just gave up. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to like explain the plot, but I was like, no, that's Chris's job to do the first one. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so the first one from 2006 um, is about Ben Stiller, who plays a guy called Larry Daly. He's kind of like not really going anywhere in life. He's got a son. He's divorced. His son, um, he has like a very weird relationship with his son where his apparently his son's like disappointed in him or something or <laughs> he keeps disappointing him i don't really know yeah. um but he ends up going for this job as a night watchman at the um natural history museum in new york um and little does he know that 
um, because of a curse in the place, in the museum, sorry. He, um, every night, all of the exhibitions and like wax figures come to life and wreak havoc in the, in the museum. Absolute havoc. It could have been good, you know. Uh, yeah, it could have been good. Um, I thought it was it's an interesting fine. concept. It could have been all right. Um, it's like based the, on a children's book, which sounds about right. Sure. Yeah. It's a sort that, of plot yeah. and story I think would work a lot better as just a short little kids' book rather than a you know hundred minute I th- movie. I think they could have made this into a short movie, perhaps. Could have made this into a game where all the animatronics come to life at night, and you watch them through a little like TVs in a room, and Wait, they I come know that for one. you. I know that one. I know. <laughs> This is yeah. the movie version. I keep, uh, do you know what? By accident, I keep calling it Nightmare at the Museum. Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I think, like, it's not a good movie. I just, I think Ben Stiller is kind of bad um, like the entire way through. He's, he's just playing himself. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's it's like, naturally oh, it's Ben Stiller and he's doing good. his little same shtick that he always does. He's screaming a lot and like all this stuff. and Just being angry. Yeah, it's literally like stuff. they were um, plotting out the movie and they were like, who are we going to get for it? Oh, Ben Stiller. And then they just wrote the film from there. Like they just wrote a character that they knew he would be able to play without much effort. Yeah, it's like he wrote it himself. Yeah, I just don't don't give me a script. I'll just go out there. I'll just do what I do. And like Ben, we love you, man. Go ahead and do it. And he it comes out with this. Um, it's the best one of the trilogy, but it's still not good. Um, it's it it's it's you know it's all right. It's all right, but it's not like. It's not amazing. And I do think you kind of could make this plot amazing. It could be quite like whimsical in a way, but uh, I don't know. Like Chris Columbus produced it, and I do think he's quite good at like adding a touch of like whimsical na- nature yeah. into movies. You know, he did it with the Harry Potter ones. He did it with um, Home Alone and all that. But this one, I just don't get that from it. And it is it is just like a an hour and a half of like just watching... Or even longer than that, even. Yeah, it's like an, it's nearly an hour, two hours. An hour and fifty or yeah. something. But it's like it's just watching Ben Stiller running around, having like just like no direction. It's like having meltdown like, oh, like, over stuff. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a series of events that kind of just happen in one place. I mean, do you know what? To be honest, I think it was fine. Like, if we're really gonna get into like the the quality of the trilogy, I would honestly argue this is the best one. Yeah. Like, this mm-hmm. one's fine. I didn't really love it. I didn't really hate it. It was watchable. You know? I, th- I think it was fun. Like, if someone put that on on a Sunday and I was just doodling on my iPad and, like, eating some popcorn or something, I'd be happy. It's fine. Yeah, it's a good Sunday um it's like background a film, movie. Isn't it? yeah, yeah it's just whatever or a it's good fun. movie to show your kids like i loved it when i was a kid it's remember okay. seeing it in the cinema for my birthday had a great time that sounds like a sad time if i'm totally honest with you no i was having a great time but we did say <laughs> we did say this when you said it the first time we were like wow yeah. that sounds pretty sad the um original uk release had a mcfly original song at the end but for some reason they that version isn't on disney plus i was actually really looking forward to that yeah, and then so it just didn't happen oh, damn 
Yeah, yeah. It's a good movie to watch with two friends and get fucked up on weird brownies too. Yeah, if if they hit you, that is. If they hit you, they didn't hit me. I'm um, actually, I'm actually I so surprised. I, well, I was pretty pretty gone by the third movie, but <laughs> that was all right. First movie felt nothing. Second movie, I started to feel it, and then third movie, I was like on the come down kind of. Yeah, I didn't feel anything from that weed brownie that Darcy. Uh, forced I'm, upon I'm me. Sourced. I um, <laughs> just found them. Just like nothing, nothing happened. So I was just watching these like completely fucking dead sober. <laughs> <laughs> like, this isn't the way you should watch these movies, especially not when you're fucking in your mid twenties. Like, like yeah. when, these, these are not for me anymore. But um, I did grow up like this was like one of the movies from my childhood, as it was with Chris. Um, I did watch it back in the day. I don't think I watched the other two, but like this one, I was like, yeah, this one's something. Yeah, this, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I remember, they made this and it was something. I watched the second one and it was at the point where I felt like it was getting to the point where I was probably too old for it. So I remember really not <laughs> liking it. And then by the time the third movie came out, I was like my mid to late teens. So yeah, I was like, I, this isn't for me anymore. I don't, I mean, I know I, I'm not even like in the realms of like being like so old that I, I missed it, but th- this just was not something that came up on my childhood radar, if that makes it like, yeah. I, I don't remember ever going to school or anything and people being like, God, did you watch the new Night at the Museum? Never. I I don't think that was a, a thing that ever hit the I don't think the anybody ever came radar. into school and was like, you fucking see the new Night at the Museum movie, boy. <laughs> You'll be surprised at all the, like, all the stupid shit that like, you'd go into school the next day and be like, Oh my god! Did you watch that thing? But it was always, it was always like the stupid stuff that you weren't allowed to watch. Like, did you watch South Park last week? I bet you did. What you snuck into yeah. your parents' room at nine pm and watched it? Everyone loved nice. to watch the South Park and be like, oh, I watched South Park. Yeah, that's exactly actually. it. Yeah, this was Whoa, just never. Really? A, this was just never a movie that I've ever. I've, I don't think any. Like, you know, when you talk to your friends and things like um, from school or whatever, and you just talk about like whatever you've seen or. You know, like you go, oh yeah, that was a great film back in the day. Never once heard Night at the Museum was a great film. Mm-hmm. I yeah. liked it as a kid. Never heard anyone say it. It's probably because everyone knows it's not good. Yeah. Maybe they liked it as a kid, but it's not the kind of movie that holds up. Yeah. No, it but they would still just... say that though. They would be like, oh, I liked that as a kid, but I don't know any... Maybe I just don't know yeah. like watched it and admitted it. Maybe they just didn't want to tell me. I feel me. like this film's lacking in so much to make it hold up. Like, it just doesn't really yeah, have fair. any sort of, like... Like, for a film that's supposed to be magical, like, I have this whole magical, like, story about things coming to life at night, that doesn't really feel like there's any magic in the movie. There's, no. like, nothing, like, really whimsical or exciting or fun going on. It's just really bland. Yeah, and, and I, feel, I feel like, um, for me to say this is pr- pr- probably, like, qu- quite, quite, uh, quite a take, but... I don't think it's cute to make your dinosaur into a puppy. They do that with fucking everything. Like, yeah, any, yeah that's like such a trope. Yeah, like, here's this that like, usually big gets monster me. thing. It's like, and they act like a dog. Yeah. Oh, great. Where have I fucking seen that before? Oh, yeah. Everywhere. Because it's, it's such a boring, <laughs> tired trope. And I mean, maybe in 2006 it was fine. I don't know. It probably Actually, was. Yeah, they, uh, maybe, what, yeah. It was like nine years old or some shit. Yeah, so. oh, whatever. 
Was it know. just trying to make it less scary? You know, like when the kids are watching it, like, oh, dinosaur no, the dinosaur's going to puppy. eat Ben Stiller. I fucking love that guy in the Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, for what it's worth, I thought the CG was fine. Actually, yeah, on, it actually on, looks alright on the dinosaur, and like a lot of the, a yeah, lot of the cool. CG was pretty alright. It wasn't amazing, but I think it is two thousand and six. It is aged fairly yeah. well, actually. So I'll like, give we, it we, to that. We've seen worse from two thousand and six. Yeah. And you know what? I like the little gay men. They were all right. They were okay for, well, what, for what, what they it? had. Jed and, Jed and uh, Octavius or something. Octavius and that's the something name. Like that. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Right. played by Owen Wilson and Steve Coogan. Mm-hmm. They do a good job. Yeah. I like them. <laughs> with yeah, they're their, cute. Their little times that they have in being little. Um, <laughs> little and gay. <laughs> I, <laughs> don't, I, don't, I don't like you. I don't like you either. And then by the end, they're like, you know, they're, they're like getting along. Soulmates, yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah. Mountain. I don't know why they needed to do that, but. It's just know. big at the time. I think that was just meant to be like a joke for the adults because the kids aren't going to get that. I ain't quitting you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what he says. I actually um, think apart from Ben Stiller, the acting's not that bad. I mm-hmm. think it's all right in this movie. I don't, do you know what? I'll be honest. I don't think Ben Stiller's like in, like as an actor, I don't think he's bad. But no. I think he's been in such shit that it's, it's the um, <laughs> it's the <laughs> Adam Sandler effect. He's been in so many bad things. That I'm starting to wonder. I think he's bad. Is he bad, or yeah. is he just in shit roles and needs a I better manager? I don't think he's terrible in this movie. He just like plays himself, and I yeah. don't really like his. He's like, like the rock. style. I like he's him. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I like him in like serious movies, like Royal Tenenbaums or um, the Meyerowitz stories, where he plays yeah. someone maybe slightly different to his normal style. Yeah, but this is what I mean. Like, but, like he obviously can act. He's a good actor. He's just in. Shit. Yeah, um, and he was also um, all right in Zoolander. He plays quite a different character in that as well. He was quite wacky in that as well. Yeah. But that kind of works, though. I feel like you don't have to be Ben Stiller in Night at the Museum, you know? I feel like his shtick is just kind of like the loud, like, angry, asshole yeah. sort of character. It's kind of like in Bill that we Murray, did in but if he was loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I suppose so. <laughs> I, just, I just I don't really get on board with him when I think about this movie I'm like ah oh, that Ben Stiller what a performance it's like yeah it's just it's it's him like he's there and and he's playing off of like a bunch of other actors who are clearly doing a better job than he is yeah like, like Robin Williams and like all these like great actors I really um, like Robin Williams in it he's good he plays Teddy Roosevelt um he's not as racist as I would imagine him to be but you know we all get things wrong sometimes <laughs> he, he, yeah, he falls in love with a native indian yeah they're really trying to <laughs> like this guy this guy was the the good one <laughs> well, I, I don't know like maybe in movies they they do try to portray like presidents as like they were great or something these guys were awesome this guy was awesome because he rode a horse and he looks like robin williams um and I thought like all the like the waxwork stuff was like really good as well, and they like made like I, I, I like they would have had to just make like a waxwork of Robin yeah. Williams to like ride that horse. <laughs> um, it looks really good and all that stuff. It looks very good. Um, a lot of like it just hasn't really the 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 writing is not aged as well as the um, like the technical craft of it has. I think it's just like it's a decently put together movie overall. 
Yeah, I like. There's um a couple transitions where like they go from like Robin Williams as like a person to him being wax. I think that mm. actually looks kind of cool. It does. Yeah, it's like seamless almost. It's like oh, okay, he's wax now. Yeah. How did they do that? That was crazy. <laughs> but at the same time, for me, I feel like a lot of what like directing wise and visually it just kind of feels like a very bland comedy of the time yeah i don't i feel like this is sort of like it's like an adventure movie kind of mm. i feel like you've got to be more vibrant and fun and have more energy in it whereas this is just kind of is shot very basically i think chris columbus should have directed it like yeah. he was like he produced it so like why not <laughs> yeah sean levy isn't really a great director although i am um, I've been watching Stranger Things. Last like, carried on watching it today, and he directed a couple episodes of the new season. Oh, right, and they're oh, actually cool. good. Yeah, I guess I like sometimes that. it's the material you've got as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, for a movie based around like a museum, you would have thought like it would have delved a bit deeper into the history of it all. But uh, I feel like sometimes it it can kind of want to take the history seriously, but like like with like the correct pronunciation of Sacagawea but like other times I just don't couldn't fucking care less and it's like with like the Hun like Attila the Huns um, that was all like improvised stuff there were just some like, very questionable like, things with the Attila the yeah, Hun all that, like uh, Mongolian elements. kind of like dialect and like all the like you think they're speaking another language just like nah it's just stuff that they're making up on the spot it pro- it, is it actually is that yeah. something that we just found out yeah. oh yeah because there was honestly there are some like questionable things that go on. I don't even know if it's this film and Ben Stiller's like having a conversation with Attila yeah. the Hunter he's like Scooby you don't mind yeah, you he's, like, he's like fucking um, clicking and shit and like. yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah okay <laughs> I don't really think you should have done that but. I don't know, yeah it just felt really like strangely uncomfortable yeah. it's not funny either yeah I think it, yeah I think it was meant to be like the guys that oh it's kind of funny but it, yeah it wasn't mm. funny it was just uncomfortable like I thought I was kind of is cringe the right word? I think cringe might be the right word. Yeah. I wanted to crawl out of my own skin. It there was, was just a lot good. of cringe in this movie. Like, um, Ricky Gervais. Yeah. He was so fucking annoying. Yeah, but he's like a walking cringe anyway. I don't like this man very much, and I have let that be known. Yeah. I like quite him often. in some things. Like, I like yeah. The Office a lot. I like Extras a lot. <laughs> um, but I fucking hated him in these movies. He's like, just so loud and obnoxious. Yeah, His but joke how, is that he doesn't him, finish yeah. sentences. Isn't it funny when he says a sentence, but then he doesn't say the words that could end the sentence and he just leaves it? Yeah. That's funny, right? You've also got the Easter <laughs> Island head. Yeah, that was big, like big, big in um, back in the day. Yeah, Brad Garrett living the dream. Yeah. We I all like loved him. it back in the day. Oh, it's the dumb gum one. We love the gum gum guy because he says gum, dum dum, you give me gum gum in a deep voice and that's funny. It's not now though. Was, that, was, that, was there any context for that though? Like, is there a reason why? He likes gum. Quotable. Well, just gum. Because yeah, oh, okay. it rhymes. Right, okay. No, I didn't know whether there was sort of some secret Easter Island no, gum. You give me it's a baby <laughs> joke that babies will find funny. Yeah. I found Chris it is very adamant on this whole like baby day. thing. Like he, he it's not he's for babies. Angry. It's not a movie. Yeah, for no, this babies. was like when we were watching a was it Camp Coral, and he was like, "This is a baby show. Yeah, for well, babies with like loud colors, baby show." But like, I mean, what like Dick Van Dyke <laughs> is in this, and like a bit of like what the fuck? Um, but in the beginning, it's like 
he's getting fired. He's like the museum. It's like hemorrhaging money, and he's like they, they want to fire us three guards. There's three guards, and they want to hire one night guard. I'm like, why not just like fire two of you and, and keep, keep one of you one on of you. as a night guard, and then you could keep like a pay. But like then I no fire all three of these guys, <laughs> and then hire a new guy entirely. Like, what's the point in that? Yeah, like who's gonna train him and all this mm. kind of stuff? Like, yeah, I think there are. He some, doesn't get trained. Yeah, there are some strange. Just, like, just go, just do it. <laughs> Nobody's there to like with him on his first night. The, the night guards, they're just like, yeah, just here's here's this crumbling fucking list. There's like crumbling off blurry. into a million pieces <laughs> and it's blurry a bit, smudged. And he's just like, yeah, just go for it. And like, is this backed up on the cloud or something? No. It's just, just this list. And it's, and like, it's like, like pixelated you know until the, the events the, happen. The people come to life in the night in the museum. And they're just like, yeah, just. Go, go, go for it <laughs> why just read the list we gave you it's okay. and then like the monkey steals it in and everyone's like Ben Stiller you fucking moron I can't believe you let the monkey steal it and it's like he's traumatised like he's going through hell at the moment and like his whole worldview has changed entirely and nothing he thought was real is real anymore yeah um, like you've, you've like, literally just thrown him into but this but then they're like <laughs> Oh, you lost the list? Oh my god. <laughs> what do you like? Yeah, but the list is stupid because he'll do something and then the, the list won't like reveal yeah. itself. Could you imagine it's like yeah, he like makes a mistake and then he reads what he should have done. Yeah, that, so it'd be like, Oh, check your pockets, oh, the I monkey wish I'd have read this beforehand, even though it would have made no sense. So like who doesn't read like the whole thing before they do something? his new job he's supposed to <laughs> you want to read it all right no no, no don't, don't bother yeah because the list is magic and it doesn't reveal itself until he's done goofed i like him talking to like sakajawea like, when he sees her like before and he thinks that she's mute <laughs> or like that she's deaf because like she can't hear him through the glass and then she's like he's like are you sakagawa sakajawa and i'm like who doesn't know her name yeah. <laughs> she was like, like even so if you famous. pronounce it wrong like like yeah. surely you know how to pronounce it even like slightly close to yeah. how it is are you sakagawa <laughs> oh come on man please <sighs> um yeah but i mean going back to like the stuff that i actually did like and i do like like the costume design and all that and like all the yeah. like Owen Wilson and Steve Coogan doing like a bang up job there's these tiny little people um and I, I like when like Larry's like oh look at the mines do they look happy to you when he like closes them off in like their little like like den type thing or like behind the glass and then they're like all trying to get out and he's like do they look happy to you and then Steve Coogan's like no and then Owen <laughs> <laughs> Wilson's like they look sad <laughs> Like, oh okay that was that was that kind of made me laugh a bit or like it would have if i like my whole mood wasn't like completely just low as fuck like <laughs> the entire time i don't know uh, it was murder. they um do the um ant-man joke where like they do it a lot in the third act of ant-man where you'll see like the character's perspective and like of the short like the small people and it's like this huge action set piece and it cuts to how it would be for a normal person it's yeah. like that really small thing going on. Yeah. They do that a lot. Like, yeah. I think they do that in all three of these movies. And it gets less funny each time they do it. I do kind of appreciate it. I think that's probably the, the kind of thing, like, back in the day, that would have made people, how would laughter. Yeah. 
I remember oh, those were the bits that made me laugh the most. I mean, I just tiny like, when they're trying to deflate the the tire, the car tire. That was all right, actually. I didn't yeah, like, mind I, that. I thought it was kind of clever, but I didn't. It didn't give me like the that is so funny yeah. factor. I think it's only because I've seen Ant Man and that has like better versions of that joke. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I guess that's. I guess it's. I don't but know. they the Ant Man yeah. learned it from like the museum. Yeah. Of course. The museum was the OG. Yeah, the OG and. Poofed. Yeah. There you go. Do you like when the Dick Van Dyke roundhouse kicked Ben Stiller in the face? Yes. <laughs> that was actually quite funny. I we think that found could have new been energy like, in the night. I'm that like, could have been the best part of the whole no, film, like, really. Bullshit. Did you find new energy within the night, Dick Van Dyke? You can't just roundhouse kick a man. You're like 80 years old. Well, he did. <laughs> it was badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was yeah. fucking weird. It's like yeah. a fever dream. I didn't get like why the son was like disappointed in his father as well. It's like, no. Well, why don't well, you get a you... real job, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Shut well, you up. You've seen the fucking job market, son. <laughs> you don't have to deal with this shit. When I mean, you lay off of him. It's like, oh, he, his mum's like, oh, he doesn't have enough room left in his heart for disappointment, Larry. And it's like, when he's like, he's I, I want to take my kid <laughs> into like where I work now. Um, so I'm going to take him for like a little stroll around the museum. And she's like, he doesn't have enough room in his heart for more disappointment, Larry. <laughs> what do you think's going to happen? <laughs> so it's a museum. It's the same thing it's always been forever since its inception. And that's what makes it a museum. Like what's, what's to be disappointed by? It's a fucking free trip. Get over yourself, mate. Uh, what's that thing we do? Racings. Yeah, should we? we'll do that <laughs> out of dum dums. Dum dums. Yeah, yeah. This isn't really a very good movie <laughs> at all. But it's like I think what makes it worse is the fact it does have potential. Like it could have actually been like a really fun like adventure family sort of movie. Apparently, um, the director Stephen Summers was meant to um, direct it at one point. He did the. Uh, the Brendan Fraser mummy movies the first two mm-hmm. and they're not very good movies but like they kind of nail what I feel like this movie should have been going for that kind of like really epic like adventure like yeah. family friendly sort of tone it's just like a, a lot of fun but it's not like something that makes you think it's just like kind of brainless yeah fun but I didn't really get any of that out of this so I give it like um, four dum-dums out of ten yeah. I guess if Rachel Weiss was in this, I would have had a better time. If Brendan Fraser was in this instead of yeah. Ben Stiller, it would have been a lot better. Oh, that man, would have it been could good. have been like some cool, like mummy type shit. I don't know. Yeah, um, I like the Jedediah Owen Wilson has an ED joke where like his guns don't fire. It's like a metaphor for like he can't get his dick up. That was funny. Not really. I don't like that they got Thanos by the sun. It's like, you don't go. You, if you go outside, when the sun comes up, you're going to get turned to dust. And then that caveman gets turned to dust. And it's yeah, like, none oh of God. the other cavemen care. No. And he's the only one that ever gets turned to dust, yeah. ever in these movies. So I wanted more dusting. It was like the original <laughs> Infinity War. If yeah, Thanos <laughs> only killed like one guy. He <laughs> needed more Thanosing. <laughs> Therefore disappointing. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> what was it out of? Dum-dums. Dum-dums. Um, <laughs> sorry, my throat's fucking killing me. Um, four. Four of those. Four dum-dums. Thanks. Out of ten. 
oh wow, I can I can really see the pain in in, in Max right now. Um, I'm not going. Uh, my fucking head is swimming. I <laughs> <laughs> don't. Um, yeah, it was fine. Five dum dums out of ten. Yeah. Um, number two, Night of the Museum. Secret. No, that's oh, the that's number one. one. Battle of the Smithsonian. Uh, 2009 release. Sean Levy again. They go to the Smithsonian. <laughs> and they have a battle. Um, this one's about, like, the Pharaoh's dad, who's, like, oh, I think... No, he's like his brother or something, played by Hank Azira, who's not Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's something else entirely. They all get shipped to fucking the Smithsonian, and they have a battle at the Smithsonian. And Larry is a big shot now. He's done his like glow-in-the-dark torch, and everybody loves it, so he doesn't work at <laughs> the museum anymore, but he just loves those guys so much. The wax works. Goes back and sees them. And they have a battle at the museum, um, Smithsonian. Um, yes, it's um, because they're all getting like replaced by fucking holograms. No, why? Like, oh yeah, it's a new Ricky technology. Gervais. Ricky Gervais comes in. He's like, oh, it's the new uh, technology, and um, yeah, like <laughs> that's what the kids. Are all oh, I don't really understand it, but uh, yeah, the kids these days. Oh, what? what uh, uh, uh. Um. <laughs> and they're all being replaced by fucking holograms, even though it makes no sense. Because like, wouldn't that be insanely expensive? Like, why bother when these things are just there the entire time anyway? Like, it's just just keep the waxworks. That's what people want to see. Um, and weren't they doing like extremely well at the last movie, where like everything was moving around and everybody loved it? Yeah, and can't get that now, can they? Disco party at um, the end of the first film. This is worse than its predecessor, but I don't think it's like much worse it's like fine it's all right it's not like anything it's nothing to write home about um but you just got like it's this about like the new characters like oh and then like the tablet they get the tablet and they put it next to some other waxworks and they come to life and then so oh look at the new characters you got bill hader and amy adams and hank azira and wow isn't isn't this crazy and they're all having a battle over some bullshit about like the the tablet because hank azira needs it to like Open a portal for his army <laughs> of the dead. A fucking portal <laughs> to like a land of the dead. Like yeah. what? That's like that's like you're the, a waxwork. Yeah, that's like the only plot point of this film. I don't though, get isn't it. it. Why like is Rami Malek like? Isn't he like not supposed to be a waxwork though? Does he just like reanimate his corpse? No, they are all waxworks. <laughs> So why no, Rami Malek like, can't be though, can he? Because he's a he was like Egyptian a, he was a, mummy. Yeah, he was wrapped in. Oh, I think he's Egyptian the only one that's know, real. Yeah, yeah, wraps. yeah. He is real. He's he was the like, only one that is. He, I think. They locked him in a tomb. Like why? They locked him in the sarcophagus. So like why bother minute, so making him out of wax just to put him in a sarcophagus? Like and then his his brother shows up. Yeah, because like, if his brother, his brother is, real, is made out of wax, I guess. Yeah, why would that? Yeah, why would he be able to <laughs> get it? Yeah, I just like I just realized that. Like, wait, that makes no sense. I don't no, really understand doesn't. how the tablet works either. The tablet <laughs> is magic, and that is it. That is all you need to know. A lot of it is just like it's magic, it's like, just whatever. And that's, you're not supposed to think too much about it. But yeah, you can't. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. Like it can animate, reanimate the dead. It also makes wax work 
come to life. It's like a Toy Story type deal. Yeah. But like, at what stage during the waxwork process does a, a waxwork gain enough like sentience to be brought to life? I don't know. Yeah, like, d- does it have a wax brain and a wax? Mom? Robin Williams like, got like it work? cut in half in the first movie, I think. Yeah. So, Probably, just, I guess they just stitch him back together. And yeah, like they kind of glue him or something. They like glue yeah, they, they like melt his wax yeah. or something. Yeah, so like, stick him back together. Yeah, it is a lot of like stuff that's like that. It's like, well, what's that about then? But it's just magic, you know. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, apparently we shouldn't. Question <laughs> you're not supposed it, to question so. it all that much. I don't. I didn't really find myself questioning it. It's just like, yeah. What are the new characters like? They're not. They're fine, I guess. Yeah. I, she, I like Amy Adams. Yeah, enough. I like her. She's uh, really good in the movie, yeah. I think. I like her a lot. Like, I think she's a really good actor. Um, I think she brings the the, the fire to her. Was it Amelia Earhart she's playing? Yeah. The woman who went missing. Oh my God, where did she go? <laughs> <laughs> I liked her a lot. And I think she brought a lot of like, charisma and a... Like, I'm gonna we gotta do this thing my way, soldier, and and she's like kissing Larry and all that. I'm like, okay, like yeah, it's kind of weird. They try and force in this like love story between them two, and yeah. it literally like it's so pointless. It's, there's it literally goes nowhere as well. So just what was? Yeah, yeah. Do, is it always is it always got to be like that? Like ooh, sexy lady, sexy man, they meet each other, they must have chemistry like it doesn't yeah. have to be yeah it felt like they were just trying to force emotion into it when it's not needed do you know what it's which, probably because it's the only thing that had any weight of emotion yeah. to it well, to they, be honest the whole first act they try and like throw emotion at you because like some of the ex- exhibitions are going to the smithsonian meaning that they won't be around the tablet so they won't come to life anymore and it's like they're all saying goodbye to each other <laughs> Oh, they're like, this is their last ride. It's like, okay. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was all bullshit. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, it's not like completely without merit, though. You know, you have a lot in this oh, movie okay. that I actually do. I don't mind at all. Like, when, like, Jed and fucking Octavius are like, they're like going like around like a 300 type of thing where like they're stabbing the feet of like the yeah. really tall people and they're like with swords like slashing at yeah, like really dramatic. <laughs> that's that's really fun that's actually i really enjoyed that yeah um that's like one of the brief moments of levity we get that and like amy adams being there you know and um you know i i just don't get much from like really anything else and a lot of the time I'm just like all right, I'm bored of shit, so like, I'm just going to poke holes in it. I'm like, how, did, how does this happen? I'm like, how does... Like, Teddy is made of, like, brass in this. Like, he's got, like, a bust made of him. Like, it's made of brass, and but he's got, like, human eyeballs, and that looked fucking weird as shit. That looked, like, really creepy when he was, like, talking to them and, like, his eyes were moving around because he's just got, like, human fucking eyeballs in his brass <laughs> fucking skull. Like, oh, my God. That was, that was horrendous to behold. Um... What did it matter if like Jedediah got buried in the sand timer? He's just like made of wax. Like what was he get the implication was that if like he got buried in the sand he would die. But like he's just a little wax figure. So like what like Robin Williams got fucking cut in half in the last movie. So like what does it matter if this little guy gets buried in sand? It doesn't. 
And then like Ben Stiller gets him back. He's like, here you go, have your friend back. And he's in the sand timer and he doesn't immediately release him. He's just like, I guess I got him. <laughs> so he just keeps him in the sand timer and then he loses him. <laughs> oh, man. Something I also um, quite like about the movie is the paintings that come to life. I think that looks really interesting. I think that's quite cool. That's cool. yeah, a concept they should have ran with. Yeah, they could have made a whole movie about well, that Well, they alone. do run with it in the third movie, and if they fuck it, which we'll talk about <laughs> later. <laughs> I don't oh, even remember shit, yeah. it. I don't even remember it. No, now that he's mentioned it, I'm getting like flashes of like, yeah... yeah. It's, it's a real shame, because that idea is so cool. It is cool. I actually, I don't mind what they do with it like so much, but it is like in a lesser movie. Yeah. And that's the problem. You could do like a whole movie about like just people going into paintings and it would be, that'd be pretty interesting and pretty cool. Um, but they don't do that here. <laughs> Some of it's all right. Like they go into that painting with like the black and white one where like the man and the woman are kissing. That's all right. I didn't mind it, like the aesthetic of it so yeah, much. Yeah, I thought that was cool. But just like what they do in there is like it's boring as shit. Like they just sort of run around and chase someone. I don't even remember who they're chasing. Um, Hank Azira gets on my nerves so much in this movie. Just, I don't like him. I don't think that they should have just hired a fucking Egyptian guy. They hired they Rami Malek hired, for the first yeah. one. He's actually like, he's, he's that. But Hank Azira is just a fucking white American guy. Yeah. And they're like, these guys are brothers. It's like, <laughs> no, they're fucking not. Yeah, you, you, you definitely couldn't even get like, like an ounce of relation. He's like three there. times his age as well. Yeah. Yeah, like he could be his uncle or something, yeah. maybe, but not I mean, his brother. I, I really like Hank Azaria, but not in this. I don't yeah. think he's good in this. He was like um, trying to capture Boris Karloff's accent in the Universal Mummy movie. Mm -hmm. So basically, he's just doing an impression of that the whole time. Well, I just don't. And I just, I just, I don't just think find he, it annoying. Yeah, I don't think it was suited for him. I think they could have gotten probably anyone else, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, tiny gripe might not matter but it matters to me it was like when he's like doing okay. like this here's my safe space ben stiller don't come in here and then like ben stiller like touches him and he's like oh my god oh god oh my god i'm like aren't you like the pharaoh of egypt or something like didn't they believe in multiple gods like where did you pick up and you've like only just been animated like this is your first time being alive or something yeah how would you how do you pick up the vernacular of oh my god it's very it's very modern thing yeah like, didn't you like that pissed me off <laughs> actually another thing that annoyed me now that you've mentioned it do you remember right in the beginning where ben stiller has a fight with jonah hill yeah oh yeah wasn't that the most insufferable like five minutes of your whole life i hated yeah. that scene so much it was just it was like child playground humor like oh, you like touch me oh you want to touch me again yeah. you want to slap me again you want to go you want to go and i'm like oh my god and it just went on for so long i hated the comedy just generally yeah, throughout well, this was not funny it really felt like they were trying to capture that um i think at the time like the improv comedy like style was huge in like the in blockbuster comedy movies, they had like Super Bad and the Forty Year Old Virgin and all oh, those okay, sort of movies right. around at the time, and it felt like they were trying to like capture that, especially in that scene where he's arguing with Jonah Hill, and it's so painful. Yeah, and, and you can't really do that in a movie like this because things like you know Super Bad are like adult films where you can get away with a lot more. But in a kids' film, if this is as far as you can go, just don't yeah. do it. 
There's also a bit where um, Oscar the Grouch and Darth Vader show up. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Was that. so yeah. bad. Why was that even there? They wanted to join the team. They've got like a um, pop culture museum at the Smithsonian. Oh. Mm. Well, we'll just use these guys. Why not? <laughs> Registered <Yeah>. trademark. <laughs> I really don't have all that much to say on it. I just think... There's not a like, lot it's, to say. It's just, it's fine. Yeah. It's like, yeah. whatever. It's not like the costumes are all like really good still. Um, I like like Bill Hader's costume and um, maybe Adam's costume and um, really all like the costume design and makeup work was really well done. I thought um, that's like the star of the show. Yeah, but, I think the effect work is decent again as well. Yes, yeah. again nothing incredible, but it holds up pretty well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Should we, um, should we go on to ratings then. Yeah. Sure. Do it out of um to do it do it out of um two uh Should we just do it out of that Fer- Hankazeras or like whatever his name is. Hankazaria. Hankazaria. Whose name I've gotten wrong this entire time, I'm sorry. To be fair, I think I would have as well. Yeah, there's things I do like about the movie, probably more so than the first movie, but I think its um flaws are more apparent in the first movie. Um, I'm not sure if I'd say it's better or worse than the other one. I think it's probably just on par. Mm-hmm. So I give it like four Hanker's areas out of ten. Yeah, it is. It is kind of on par. Um, I actually don't find it weird at all that Ben Stiller falls in love with Amy Adams. Like you telling me that that you wouldn't? She's not wax when he kisses her. You telling me if Amy Adams, you like, oh, here's Amy Adams. She's she's alive and she's coming around with me, and she's like, she's Amelia Earhart. You tell me, you're just gonna be like, oh no, uh, no thanks, you're wax. Fuck off, mate. Um, four, four, whatever ones I said out of ten. Hanker's areas. <laughs> four Hanker's areas, thanks. Now I just can't stop thinking about uh, all these. Uh fucking existential questions about wax working yeah. uh, is it autonomy. ethical to make out with a wax work does it make if sense if they turn human mm. i don't know is there anything about that anyway um four cool. zeros out of ten oh, we're on the the final pace of the pie boys the best one of the lot best one <laughs> Night of the Museum, Secret of the Tomb. Um, another Sean Levy classic uh, from 2014. And the plot, supposedly, the tablet of magic from the Pharaoh man is going to die. Rami Malik starts decaying. They need to go to England and reunite Rami and the tablet with his family or something and save the day. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I'm just... This is what it's... He's <sighs> spanned the globe, Larry, this man, uniting their favourite characters together on an epic quest. I don't know. I was yeah. too far gone at this point <laughs> to even like, know what was they happening. They go to England? Did, was it, <laughs> they was do the other go museum to in, England. Yeah, the other museum <laughs> was in England. They do. Yeah. They yeah. yeah, so, yeah, Rami they don't Malik really span has to globe, go back to I feel his, like that description's yeah. a bit... It does, it says Spanish. Yeah, no, they go okay. to England. Yeah, yeah, they go to one <laughs> yeah. other country. <laughs> um, they make it sound more like exciting than it's meant to be. I mean, full disclosure, I really don't remember it all that much. No, I watched it a couple of days ago, it's very forgettable. Um, the only thing I remember was when Chris just went, 
the paintings. And I was like, oh, yes, the paintings. Oh, and um, Dan Stevens melting. That was it. That's all oh, I remember. Oh, yeah, Dan Stevens. And he's like... Melting. Who's he? Lancelot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and don't forget uh, Rebel... Is Rebel, Rebel, Wilson. Rebel Wilson's Wilson, in this yeah. one? And fuck off, Rebel Wilson. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, she sucks. She's not good. <laughs> Dan Stevens is all right, I guess. He's, like, fine. Um, yeah, he's all right. I don't mind him. He's, like... He's the pretty boy who plays uh, Lancelot. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why Lancelot was really, in a museum, uh, like an actual, like legit museum, British yeah, museum. It's, it's like they go well, to the British you know museum. I mean? It's like what's well, the Arthurian legend, right? Like he's part of that. Okay, These people didn't yeah, like, actually exist, so they say. Um, well, who knows? To be fair, yeah. There's a scene where he crashes a play that um, Hugh Jackman. Huge, oh, Ackman. Yeah. Huge Ackman. Huge Ackman. Huge Ackman, Ackman is in. Yeah. That was a bit. Okay. That was very bizarre. I kind of appreciated <laughs> it, though. I kind of cringed yeah, when he fucking awful. did his Wolverine pose. I was like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like Don't, that. Oh, God. But I mean, the only reason I didn't like that was because it made me feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, God, no. <sighs> the kids will know who I am if I make the Wolverine pose. <laughs> <laughs> you all saw X-Men, right? <laughs> Came out like the same year as the first film, so maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> Fucking hell. And I do think <laughs> the, the quality of like the... I mean, what's this, like five years after? And I think the quality of the fucking effects and animation like kind of drastically decreases. Yeah. It's like, really bizarre, isn't it? That's like, like really weird fucking lighting going on here. And like, they're trying, like the monkey attacks Ben Stiller's face and like the shadowing is completely off. And like there's like, points where like, there's like yellow like splotches on them and like the makeup like is just terrible. Oh, yeah, everyone looks jaundiced. Like flaking off of their skin or yeah, something. Yeah, that, that bit was really gross. I was like, why is Ben Stiller like so like orange-y? But it wasn't even like a tanned orange. It was like... It's like they had too much of a budget. Yeah. Almost. It's like yeah. it feels quite high budget but like though that like at least the first one didn't feel like super high budget it was like for the time it was like interesting but like the premise was interesting and like they did well enough with the budget that they had where this is like they have too much money and they don't know what to do with it just like I guess we'll just like put more layers of makeup on them, <laughs> and, and, and we'll just hire we'll Ricky more Gervais, actors. We'll give more actors. We'll give Ricky Gervais yeah. like a big swanky house, even though it makes no sense. Like <laughs> he's like the the curator of a museum, or like he's like the director of a museum. Like why does he have this much money? I don't know. Isn't it like charity based? Aren't museums like charity based? Yeah, yeah. a lot of them are donations. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand why this movie exists like because not epic. only does it just feel like a like a cash grab like there's because there's not really anything new in the movie the story doesn't feel like it needs to be said they don't really add anything to the universe but it, like it came out so long after the other two like yeah, the, but the kids who watched the first two when they were younger they're like going to be teenagers or adults by the time this came yeah, but out what, yeah like, wouldn't it be like the whole um you know we we want to make a trilogy so that you we can watch it or release it as a trilogy yeah. you know that kind of like you gotta got release the blu-ray yeah you've got to release it as a yeah, set so like, like, movie marathon can review it yeah because they know review what? trilogies i feel like they just like they waited too long to make yeah, it yeah and, and, and do you know what i was just thinking about how like they 
and I know I was having a gripe about people talking about like how you uncanonize something, but they literally undid their whole logic in this movie where they were like, "Oh, the tablet is gonna stay here, but all of my all of my wax friends are gonna go back to New York in the night and somehow still be alive <laughs> the next night," which doesn't we'll leave make the tablet any sense. over over in England. Yeah, and then you guys, you will die. Like just to be clear, you will die. Yeah, um, we're just gonna have a walk around memory lane for a bit. You guys can stay alive till then. Yeah, it's like Ben Stiller had the power to turn them to ash. Yeah, it was, and then they go back to New York in the span of one night, and it's yeah. still dark when they get they back, to, and then they're alive. They managed to do the entire like movie in one night, including going from New York to London, which is at least go, well, like, ten hours or something, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's like spending like an hour of the movie like on this adventure and doing all this shit and then going back to New York while it's still dark. Yeah, apparently it was like a 24-hour night or something. Like, yeah. I don't know. Nothing makes any sense to me. It just, it just undid everything that the first two movies set up. And Larry has like a huge house as well. He's got like a huge apartment. Like where do you get the money? To, you're like a night watchman. He like goes back to being a night watchman because at the end of the second one, yeah, he like sells sell his, his fortune yeah. to fund the the museum again. Yeah. So he gives it like they make he makes an anonymous donation to the museum. So in that he loses all his money, but like he still lives in this like huge fuck off apartment. Yeah. Well, maybe he maybe he made another product or had another <laughs> nah. company. I mean. <laughs> It could be anything, to be honest. Like movie logic doesn't. Yeah, people doesn't don't mean like anything. watching poor people. So, yeah, that's how the High School Musical films made me feel. It is disgusting. Yeah, I will. <laughs> uh, that is fair. Um, do you like the part where like fucking the monkey? Like he's really big and he pisses on like the lava. Uh, there were a lot oh, of like yeah. monkey piss jokes in this trilogy, but like that one took the cake. I tell yeah, you. pisses was, out the lava. Yeah, that one was so stupid. Do you guys think of um, La? Um, He sucked. It's just Ben Stiller and a fucking... Oh, is that the caveman? A caveman. He's like a caveman now. We love Ben Stiller so much. We We love Larry because he was a great guy to us in the museum. So here's here's La for you. Here's this mannequin of you as a caveman. Isn't that funny? That's very unflattering as well, he falls in love with Rebel Wilson. Yeah. Why did they hire her? She was big at the time. The, like, yeah, that's Shia, true. Yeah. like a British person. Her accent is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I actually she thought, Australian. Right, yeah, I can't, right, okay. I might be seeing more analysis into this than the film probably put into it. But I thought the joke was that they hired this Australian lady to sound British because the joke was that she's not British, no. but she sounds foreign. No, like, sounds they, foreign. They literally just I mean? hired her because she was a big actress. See, because I thought that could have been at least kind of funny. Like, oh, ha ha ha, she has a funny, like, accent that Americans might think is British. Ha 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 ha. Like, that's what I thought the joke was. And which is actually of a bit like, more meta than, you know, what they would have thought it yeah, was, probably. And speaking of, like, weird casting choices, I don't know why they keep getting Ben Kingsley to play, like, Asian or African people. He's, yeah. like, Who's a ben British Kingsley? white guy. He's he's the bold guy who plays the um the pharaoh. He's, like, oh. Rami Malek's father. Oh, right, yeah, I don't... They always Whatever, get him to play yeah. fucking, like, an Asian... He played Gandhi, for fuck's sake. 
He's just, he's just, just like, oh, I don't Indian know, paint him orange. Paint. <laughs> just, just paint Ben Kingsley orange and like that's, they'll, they'll be fooled by that. Like a fucking, he's, he's English. He's an English man. He was in fucking Sexy Beast for crying out loud. That's the most oh, British was, guy ever. He's um, British Indian. Have you got yeah. a picture? Well, at least he's yeah. got Indian in him, I guess. His, oh, okay, I guess. He was actually born Krishna Pandit Banji. Yeah. I mean, okay, if he's, if he's got like the heritage, then I'm not, I'm not going to rag on that because... He was born in Snainton. Where the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> he was fucking born in Snainton. I have I no you. idea what that is. That's, that just sounds made up to me. Did you make that up, <laughs> No, it's in fucking Scarborough. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. my God, he's from Scarborough. Yeah, I think he just comes from Indian heritage. He's so Indian do I, heritage, motherfucker. But he's I'm from not going to play an Indian on TV, though, am I? Oh yeah, my but God, you could do. But I won't. I mean, you could, though. <laughs> if, I, if I did, they'd be like, oh, look at this fucking white guy. But you wouldn't play an Egyptian. No. But he's not even that. <laughs> Actually, yeah, he, he's Indian, so that's okay. But you're not Egyptian, so that's not, <laughs> that's not right. I think the, the real takeaway from this discussion is that if I wanted to play an Egyptian, I could. <laughs> well, apparently, yeah. Because Indian and Egyptian, apparently, the, the, what's the what's the distinction in uh, the eyes of what what, what uh, who made this? Who made Sean? Oh no, like who production wise made this movie? Uh, Fox, Fox, yeah. Fox. They know. Oh yeah, of course it's Fox. So they they know nothing. That's yeah. like the whole meme of yeah. the Simpsons is that they know nothing. So going back to what we were talking about, the paintings. There's a sequence when they go into an Escher painting in this. MC Escher, yeah. And it's so awful. It looks ugly. Do you know what the worst part is? That painting is so great and they it could is. have done so much cool shit with it and it just looks tacky. Yeah, but at the same time, yeah. I've seen them basically do that same sort of thing and stuff before. like The Simpsons. The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> One of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies has a whole sequence in that painting. Yeah. And then you know, it's we're not talking good, about it's the bad. big staircase one that's like all the staircases go off in like different directions. Yeah. And like up and down. People are like, like going up staircases from different perspectives. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a really iconic it's painting. It's an optical illusion yeah. painting. It's really great. Um, it is. It's very iconic. If they you Google do fucking it, you'll know nothing it. with it. It looks like an Instagram filter in it this movie. Does it? It looks like you know when someone goes on Snapchat and like puts on like one of those filters where they're like filming. It looks like that. <laughs> it looks so like. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's, uh, it's it's not good, which is a real shame because mm. it really was a cool idea. But no, I, mean, I actually did like all like the stone statue works, like moving around in that one room. I thought this is fucking creepy. This is weird. And all the statues, like, because they can't move because they're made of stone. It's just like they're kind of shifting around a bit, and like because they, they have no mouths, so they can't talk. And I, I quite like. Oh that. right, when they go and go and see the no, that's I think of the second film again. When they go and see the th uh, the thinker, but I yeah. think that is the second film. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the second one. Yeah, there are so many things that like play off of the second one and they do in the third yeah. one, but then they unwrite the logic of the other films whilst playing on the ideas of the second film. Yeah. I don't know why they did this. Why did? What was the decision behind it? I think my favourite bit in this movie is when they um, kill off the monkey, Dexter. And then, <laughs> That's your favourite part. <laughs> yeah, because they make it like really emotional, but it's just I not. thought it was really sad. And he comes back and him and Ben still make out. Oh, God, oh, yeah. 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 What the f 
Yeah, are we actually, a yeah. Lot. Are we actually going to address... A lot. Are we going to address this? Because what <laughs> We're addressing the, it now. What the fuck was that all about? I guess they loved each other. Yeah, but what... I don't under... Like, he's horny for wax figures <laughs> and <laughs> monkeys. Like, is the weed brownie hit, hit now? Like, hit. what's going on? <laughs> why, is, why is Ben still making out with his monkey? <laughs> Do you know what? To be honest, it's I was, a real I was monkey. at the point where I was <laughs> they just like, got that's a right. real monkey." Did he kiss like, a real ben, monkey? Just kiss yeah. this monkey over no, and over No, that's got to be a CGI monkey. There's no way he kissed a real monkey. That's like, yeah, he did. <laughs> no, that's how like cross contamination happens. You don't just do that. Do you right? think he demanded that be put in the script? I bet he did. I. I like, formed a bond with this monkey <laughs> over the course of three. But Ben, it's not the same monkey. I formed a bond. <laughs> I need to kiss it. <laughs> I completely forgot about it. Yeah. That was the best part. <laughs> that, that, that was, was truly so. That was... Because, that, that I mean, was, the plot yeah. is nothing. Like, nothing There happened. is no plot. Um, that was the plot. The plot was the love of the was, monkeys. They should have done, like, got in with that. <laughs> <laughs> they should have ran with that. That should have been the whole movie. <laughs> what, like, yeah. uh, his... Um, he finds himself and he's like, my sexuality is furry. I'm going to become a... Is it a zoophile? That's what I'm going to become. I mean, it's just evolution, baby. I mean, yeah, okay. If Born we're, if we're really going to get into the, the deep yeah. and gritty, I guess so, yeah. Born from monkey, back to monkey. <laughs> <laughs> what even? This conversation is just like derailed into Do we like have anything madness. else to add to this movie? Or should there we just nothing to say out? about this movie. No, so I, I thought the kid was horrible. Like, he was just awful. Like, well, the, the, Kid oh, who played teenage Larry's kid. teenage kid. Oh, yeah, sucked, sucked yeah so he bad. sucked. One's in um, Licorice Pizza. Yeah, he's That's good why. In that Do you one, know though. what? When you're in Licorice Pizza, you basically suck. So no, he was good in that movie. He just wasn't good in this. Right out of monkey. Yeah, that's right out of monkey, monkey. loves, monkey loving, monkey kisses, monkey. Right out of monkey. monkey, monkey, just monkey. No, no plural. Monkey. Please. You seen the video where like Uguay is like monkey. Chancellor, he's like monkey. You are monkey. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's just. This film didn't need to exist. It just it's pointless. It doesn't add anything to the universe. It's just it's a complete waste of time. It was like the shortest one of the three and somehow felt the longest because nothing was happening. I did not like it at all. I give it three monkey out of ten. Um, monkey. Two. Two monkey out of ten. Three monkey out of ten. Thanks. It's too Thanks, late in Sean. the day for me to go into that. Thank you, Sean. Love you. <laughs> Um, free guy two, please. Free, free guy two forever. Free guy never. Actually, I know he's making a second one. Okay, thanks. That's the night of the museum and some other ones. Uh, next week we already know what we're doing. It's episode eighty-five, and um, that means we got to do season one of the show. The show is Barry. Uh, we're gonna watch that. That's on Now TV if you're in the UK. Um. We know that every month we do like a, like the first episode of the month was supposed to be like a free-for-all. We all choose like a movie. That's like, oh, okay. We didn't do that. We've completely forgot. So <laughs> this is that instead. So you get Night in the Museum instead. We're going to do the free-for-all in episode 
86. Uh, so turn in next episode to find out what we're going to pick. Thank you for listening. Social media. Hope I can get through this. My voice is really fucked up, man. I can't tell you. YouTube, the Sunday Movie Marathon. Twitter, is that Sunday Movie Pod. Facebook, is that Sunday Movie Marathon. And Letterboxd, is that Sunday MM. Capital S, capital MM. Thank you. Any last words? Monkey. Legalize monkey marriage. Legalize monkey. (laughs) (laughs) You have shown me monkey, monkey.